love listening to Elvis. I love listening to Elvis. I love, I love, I love, I love. They're funny. They constantly keep us going in the morning. It's time to have fun. I love the exchange between them all. They have a good chemistry. Oh, I love all of them. Garbage, but it's usually my own garbage. Pull your tongue out of his mouth. It's natural, it's like raw, it's real. Elvis Duran in the morning show. I love every single one of them. Okay, here we go. Put your listening cap on. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. Well, come on, get out of bed. We got stuff to do. We, we got things to explore, people to meet, songs to play. <laughs> Sounds like a morning. It is. We've got money to give away. Nice. We've got, uh, we've got a, 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 someone to interview. Oh, good. Yo, no, we have a busy day. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. Hello, Gandhi. What's up? As, otherwise known as Gandhi. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Froggy. How are you? Good morning, Elvis. Hello, I'm great. Scary. Hi, Elvis. Hey, producer Sam. Good morning. Welcome to the day. Hey, uh, before we get the song started, i got to give you a preview. of. Uh, is this Ayala? Yes, it is. Ayala is doing a 5K for a really great cause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, don't leave me. Hold on. I want to talk to you about that, okay? Okay. Hold on. I want to start the show with Lil Peep. I love McConan. I love this song. Yeah, me too. And Fallout Boy. Yeah. Three artists that are so different, they come together and it just makes sense. I've been waiting. Listen to this. I love this song. I love this song. All right. So last time we spoke, we were talking to Ayala. Hello, Ayala. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Are you calling from the what, what, the two hundred six? Where are you? Where are you? Uh, I think it's two one six. I don't the two one six. Oh, you're oh, you're in Cleveland. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Now let's talk no, about what you're perfect. doing. It's freezing, but yeah. <laughs> I know. It's one of those colds that is so cold, it's just bone-chilling yeah. cold today. I know, but Froggy in beautiful South Florida, what's your temperature currently? <laughs> oh, right now it's uh, 72 degrees. Don't you hate him? <laughs> I wow. hate you, Froggy. I do hate him. <laughs> My husband is there right now for work, so yeah. I hate him too. So Ayala is running a 5K for a really yeah. great cause. Now, a, a great cause. Who are you running for? What, what, what's the event all about? Um, the, the place is called The Gathering Place. It's a place that gives uh, free services for families and, and people who are touched by cancer. Right. It's helped me and my family a lot. Um, when less than two years ago, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Right. Wow. Um, since then, hopefully, I'm still in remission and, and I'm good. Um, I got the diagnosis about a month before their first race happened, so I walked the mile there. Um, you know, because I knew I was going to use their services, unfortunately. And uh, now I want to run as a survivor. Um, Look at you. I, wow. Yeah. Look at that. That's Congratulations, awesome. Ayala. You know, inspiration. You. Like, as, so as everyone's waking up to go, oh, God, I got to go take a shower and go to work. Think about, <laughs> think about all the Ayalas out there who are just going that extra mile. And they're really, really making a statement about about how, how you can push through through things you can try your damnedest to beat it, and sometimes, a lot of times, you do. Yeah. That's great. That's, That's awesome. Amazing. That's a great story. Thank you. I'm hoping that putting it out there makes more of a commitment for me. Absolutely. <laughs> to make sure I do it. Now, is it okay if we uh, contribute to your run? Oh, my gosh, yes. That all right, all right. Amazing. Okay, well, I tell you what. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to get all your info, and we're going to contribute to your run. Now, when is this 5K? 
for the gathering uh, place? I think it's June 2nd. You think? You better find out. <laughs> or, I'm just going to start running. Maybe it's the right day. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, you better find out. Ayala, you're an inspiration for all Aww. of us to get the day started Thank and God. go make a difference today. Thank you for listening to us. We're so proud to have you out there. Thank you. I love you guys so much. We love Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to us on KISS. We appreciate it. Hold on one second, okay? Thank you. Oh, Elvis? Yes. I'm guessing I'm getting a shirt, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> of course. Yes, yes. Can I ask a special favor? What's that? I know you guys always ruin it, and ruining would be lovely. Can you write F cancer on it? Oh, too? absolutely. Because oh, that, that's a statement that is so, so, so valid for all of us. Yep. F cancer. cancer. That's right. F we're going to do it right now, Ayala. Just for you, all thank, right? Thank you. No, thank you. Hold on. Yeah, F cancer. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is. It's the one of the most bold, wonderful statements. I mean, especially if you say the whole uh, F word. Yeah. And nobody disagrees with it. I've never met someone that says, no, don't have cancer. Yeah, cancer's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone. Love cancer. Yeah, yeah I heart cancer. <laughs> no, oh, uh, that's not going to happen. Could you imagine? <laughs> no. F cancer. Yeah. So, Ayala, to you and all the other Ayalas out there, we love you. Thank you for inspiring us to get out there and be better today. Let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Gandhi. What's on your mind today? Uh, yesterday, we all did a really fun activity. I felt like it was kind of team building. We went to a sushi making class together. Yes. And I realized different things. Things about different people's personalities. You know, who couldn't wait till the sushi was done to eat it? They ate it while they made it. Me too. Some people who really made works of art, and then there was me who sucked at everything. I had the worst sushi of the pile. It was Did bad. It was so bad. <laughs> Hers was. A, she wanted to make a, a sushi roll, Danielle. Yeah. It turned out to be like an open-faced crab sandwich. Yeah. They were yelling at me the whole time. You're overstuffing. You're overstuffing. And then it turned into a taco. Right. And then I went the opposite direction. I made a really teeny tiny one. It and was me, awful, but it me, tasted great. As I was like getting the rice ready to roll the sushi. I yeah. was just start eating the rice and then I was getting the fish ready. I was just eating the fish. I ate sushi deconstructed. Yes, you did. It, it never fun. made it into sushi form. <laughs> Sam ate all hers too. Yeah, and then we had a, we yeah, had a, we I had judge a great you guys time. for waiting. Yeah. You know, so we went to Institute of Culinary Culinary Education, ICE, which is so beautiful. Yeah. If you have a school, an institution like that wherever you live and you can take classes with your friends, there's nothing better than, you know, do a meatloaf class, whatever. Oh, yeah. Go in there and, and, and have some fun with your friends. It had a little sake. It was nice. It was a blast. It was great. Scary, what's up with you today? And that's what I wanted to say about the sushi-making class yesterday. I've always been petrified of trying to attempt to make it at home. <laughs> but I've realized that after you take one lesson in anything, like the sushi-making, you can actually attempt it and do it. And now I'm inspired and I'm confident about doing this on my own after taking just one class. Wow. So I think awesome. everybody should do that with whatever they're afraid of. Conquer your fears. Yeah, conquer your fears. Do that one class and then just order uh, delivery. Right. <laughs> I'll another class. Yeah, I will never, yeah. ever roll my sushi again. <laughs> one more class. Seriously. Hey, Danielle, what's up? Uh, so we all have people in our lives that try to protect us. And one of the people in my lives is my husband. And he always, like, makes sure, like, especially with certain situations and shows, like, I don't know if you can handle this. So that's what he's doing right now with Michael Jackson and um, the Neverland. Leaving, leaving, leaving Neverland. Neverland. So I wanted to watch it last night. And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, why? And I go, have you seen it? He goes, no. But we've heard too much about it. I don't know if you could handle it. I don't want you to be upset. I don't want you to feel certain things. I don't like. And it was so cute and nice that he did this for me. So he said, I'm going to watch it first, and I'm I'm going to let you know how if I think you can handle it. And I have my sister in my life who does that for me with like CSI. If it's anything with a kid on like CSI or one of those right. crime dramas, or she yeah she calls oh, me and tells me delete it from the DVR. You're not watching that episode, and so I will delete it. 
Well, they know. It's Aww. good to have people in your life that have your back no matter what the case. Well, they know what it takes to make Danielle unhinged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Doesn't take much, Elvis. Well, I will tell you. No, it doesn't. But you know what? It's, it's great to have uh, angels looking out yeah, for you. Yeah, you know? it's nice. So we watched part two of Leaving Neverland last night. Yeah. And I will tell you, uh, if you don't want to watch it, and I'm not giving any away. I think we, there's no spoiler alerts in this. It was, it was a very sad, sad night. Yeah. But I will tell you, the takeaway is this. If you or someone you know who has ever been molested or abused as a child and you're holding it in, if you can find a way to talk to someone about it, no matter how old you are, no matter how long long ago it was, it's important to do so. Because I think that was the positive that came out of it. People who, as painful as it was to finally come out of the shadows and say something, oh, yeah. they did. I'm sure. And it needed to happen for them. But it was a very sad show. So HBO, there's two parts. They're each about two hours long, Leaving Neverland. We watched part two last night. And it's there's so many, so many sad stories in a yeah. very, very huge sad story. With that said, it's good to have people looking out for you. Yes. All right. Let's get into your horoscopes. Hello there, producer Sam. Hi. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Who's? I love your shirt. Who are you doing this with today? Elvis, join me, won't oh, dude, you? I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with you. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it Statement on. Statement shirts today, the two All of right. us. All uh, right. Celebrity birthday today, uh, Eva Mendez. Yeah. Is 45. And she is beautiful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capricorn, love is in the air, and it's headed your way. Let yourself be happy, Capricorn. Your day's a 10. Aquarius, you're at a crossroads, but the opinions of others will confuse you. Block out the noise and trust yourself. Your day's an 8. Hey, Pisces, a great conversation will make you feel so in sync with someone. You know who it is. Go have a conversation with them. Don't let this deep connection pass you by. Your day's a 9. Aries, an unexpected event will catch you off guard, but don't panic. Just keep an open mind. Your day's a 7. Hey, Taurus, channel your newfound energy into a workout routine. You've... You deserve to feel your best, Taurus. Your day's an eight. Gemini, (laughs) wellness comes from within. Try not to rely on others and get to know yourself instead. Your day's a nine. You know, I hate doing these things. (laughs) I know you do, boo-boo. Power room. Hey, Cancer, moving on can be hard, but it's worth it. Let go of the past and make space for a better future. Your day's a seven. Leo, your coworkers will show you some extra love today. Soak it in and let it improve your performance. Your day's a ten. Excellent. Virgo. You're great at taking charge, but try taking a step back and listen to others for a change. The results will surprise you. Your day is an eight. Libra, change up your routine. Trying something new is the best way to get out of the rut you're currently stuck in. Your day's a seven. Hey, Scorpio, your loved ones can sense that you're holding back. Don't be afraid to let people in. You won't be a burden. Your day's an eight. And Sagittarius, you're destined for success. Remember to stay focused and you'll reap the rewards. Your day is a nine, and those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Elvis. Did you have fun in your uh, sushi class yesterday? I was craving sushi by maybe <laughs> 6 p.m. again. That's yeah. how good it was. Really? I was so stuffed, and a few hours later, I'm like, oh, damn it, I should have taken a doggy bag. Yeah. So good. We, we ordered pizza. It was fabulous. Did, did you? Yeah, it was so good. All right, let's get into your uh, headlines. Gandhi, what's going on right now? Well, sadly, dozens of people still missing this morning after that massive tornado ripped through Lee County, Alabama. We're at a death toll of 23 rescue teams still using everything they can, including dogs, heat-sensing drones. It was a mile-wide path of destruction, and we did mention this yesterday, but every time I think we should mention it again, if you want to help out, redcross.org is the place to go for that. President Trump is set to issue his first veto over his national emergency declaration at the U.S.-Mexico border. Since the House approved a resolution blocking that order and the Senate could follow, President Trump is looking to possibly bypass Congress and divert Defense Department funds to help build the border wall. 
We know a zillion people have been throwing their hat in the ring, running for 2020, at least saying they're going to. And now billionaire businessman Mark Cuban says he may consider a run for president as well, if the circumstances are right. I'm Gandhi. running. I forgot to tell yes. you. I'm running. You're in. Yeah. Danielle should run. <laughs> yes. I and you should. should be her vice president. <laughs> Ooh, Monero Gandhi, yes. 2020. I'm in for that. <laughs> Monero Gandhi. I like yeah. that. I, I can see a bumper sticker. Monero Gandhi. Could you imagine Scary and Brody running in the entire time they fight? Scary Brody, Brody, Scary. Brody, Scary Brody. <laughs> the Brooklyn boys yeah. in, in the White House. Like you have to make a decision. Uh, very sad news coming out of Hollywood. Luke Perry Ugh. passed away yesterday at the age of 52. He suffered a stroke last week and did die yesterday morning in a Los Angeles area hospital. All the tributes now pouring in. Super sad. And today is Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, yeah. The parade started about three weeks ago. They're going to end today, meaning tomorrow, Ash Wednesday, kicks off Lent. Yep. Do you know what you're giving up, Danielle? Probably chocolate. I don't know. I'm trying to think about it again. Last year, I gave up shopping. That didn't go too well. <laughs> you failed? That was very tough. You know what, no, you always, no, I did okay. I know, but Danielle, you're, you're getting predictable. <laughs> you, you did chocolate for many years. You did shopping. Let's find something new for you. I know. I got to think about it. All right, let's Why don't you now. give up cursing, Danielle? <gasps> I tried that, too. Remember? That. that lasted a, an hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should let the listeners decide. I know. Yeah, we're going to vote. I'm, or I'm thinking maybe I'm just going to do something good. Like, you don't have to give something up. You can Right. Also do something. You should give good. up tweezing. Yeah, I should. Go- I already did that. <laughs> oh, I see. All right, are you done with your news? <laughs> I have done with our news. You, uh, by the way, happy birthday, web girl Kathleen. Happy day. Are you guys ready for your uh, whatever Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. All yeah. Right. Elvis Duran in the morning show. I always turn him on on the way to work. Elvis Duran wakes me up every morning. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. I know you've heard about the hot new Samsung Galaxy S10. It's an absolute game changer. Pre-order yours through March 7th and get a pair of Galaxy Buds for free. If you pre-order on Samsung.com, you get up to $550 on eligible trade-ins. The Samsung Galaxy S10. Be the first. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. Got something to tell us? Text us at 55100 and we might put you on the air. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So exciting. Uh, Queer Eyes Karamo Brown's going to be in here. He's got a new book out. We'll talk to Karamo about everything Karamo. You know what? Everyone should write a book. Yeah. When's yours coming out? I think pre-sale is tomorrow. <gasps> what? I don't know. Someone find out. You were going to keep that to yourself? Let what? me ask a question. I could be wrong. Do <laughs> we have to pre-sale it or are you just going to give us one? Or do we have to buy it? Be honest. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't drive me to the poorhouse. I'm going to buy one because I want to support. I'm going to move to the poor farm. What's the name of it? Yeah. You'll see. I'm going to see if it's on pre-sale yet. Maybe it's on not Amazon. on pre-sale. What's up, uh, producer Sam? I want to buy it, but I also want you to sign it. Can we work that out? Yeah. You mean ruin it for you? Yeah. Please ruin it for me. It's not on pre-sale yet. Who's calling? No, it's not on pre-sale. I think it's tomorrow. Our coloring book is still up there. Uh-huh. The, yeah, you can well, buy Elvis, that on Amazon. The Elvis Drain coloring book is there. <laughs> what do you need? You know, I do too. I have a lot of questions about this book. Maybe we can have like a little, you know, morning show press conference. Yeah, I have an idea. Why don't you just get the book and read it? It's really the easiest way to figure out the book. <laughs> well, my first question would be just what Danielle asked. Do we get it for free? Do I have to go buy it? <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't know yet. I mean, l- l- let's say I was the, the local. Uh, Hyundai dealer. Yeah. Do you expect me to give everyone a Hyundai? No. No, but that's not a book. I mean, how much could a book possibly be? Well, I don't know. So you'll, <laughs> you'll find out when you order it. <laughs> it better not be anything more than nineteen ninety nine. I'm not paying. <laughs> okay. Not one penny more. You know, I have no problem with you not reading my book. You know, this is the new me. The new me is I don't care. He doesn't care. I don't that's care. Right. Well, I think that I'm probably mentioned the most in the book, so I should get a discount. Oh, Why would you be mentioned oh, the most? Okay. Well, because you 
no, it's me and then everybody else. Okay, we got to oh. go. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Queer Eyes, uh, Karamo Brown, he has a book out. And I was reading some of his backstory, and his story and my story are sort of parallel in a couple of ways. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to get into it now. Just okay. read the book. Oh, read tease. the book. What a tease. I am a tease. Anyway, so I, I'll find out when the, the pre-sale is. Mm. I don't yeah, you know. should do that. So we can talk about it and buy it. Well, we no, can sell it out before it. it even goes really on the shelves. <laughs> but before it goes really on the shelves? Like, you know what I mean? Like pre-sale. Like, it gets oh, sold it, out in pre-sale. Oh, before it really goes on the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it means. Danielle and I are like, we we, we, miss, we mess our words up. And but you we, know what I mean. Well, I know what you mean, but anyway. It's not on shelves when it's in pre-sale. <laughs> exactly. Not yet. Uh, What's that, Brody? Someone texted in that we should call uh, Gandhi by her first name today, and we thought they were maybe saying that we shouldn't use her last name to further her career because it's a famous name. But in actuality, it's because they love her first name. Oh, uh, that's well, that's nice. good. Well, but, thanks. But Appreciate no, it. Let's call her Gandhi because we like using that for our advantage. I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's very nice. As you know, uh, your name is Meta. Yes. Gandhi. Yes. But you've just gone by Gandhi. Yes. And some people out there are like, why don't you call her Gandhi? Why don't you call her Meta? Well, because she doesn't want to be called Meta. She would, <laughs> we just call her Gandhi. Leave us alone. Yeah. And like growing up, I mean, so many people call me by my last name. It's not weird at all I know, but, to go by that. But it's weird by total strangers who yeah. don't know you. It's weird for total strangers. <laughs> Just to get bent out of shape about it. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Stop being all butthurt over it. Yeah, it's we're gonna, last We're going to call her Gandhi. What's up, Scary? It's all good, Gandhi. My name is Anthony Scary, and no one knows my first name. It's always Scary. I, mean, like I thought it was Scary no, when I not. first met no. you because, and then I remember saying, I always tell the story, I always thought, oh, so mean that people call you Scary. It's yeah. just not nice. I was going to say, let's call him Frightening. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Frightening. I think the funny thing, too, Brody and Scary both go by their last names, but everybody questions why I go by my last name. I don't know. It's well, weird. well this, but this listener was saying that Maida is such a beautiful name. Well, thank you, listener. Yeah. Okay. Maida Gandhi? Yes. Ain't nobody mad I'm going by Froggy. Yeah, Froggy. <laughs> His last name. Technically, Brody could be a first name, too. So. Could be. Right. It it's could not, be. but it could be. Somebody. Thanks, Monero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting to get my beta fish so I can call it Beta Gandhi. <laughs> Can't wait. Beta and Maida. Yeah. Oh, God. Did anyone have weird, you just can't figure out how to explain them, dreams or nightmares last night? Oh, Every night you of wake my up life. with like a feeling rather than actual memory of it? No, no I, 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 no, I I see it. I know what oh. happened in it. I'm not going to tell it, but it was just one of those weird ones. Like, you wake up, you're like, okay, I know they say that dreams really aren't about what they, what they say. They're about something else. Yeah. But mine made no sense at all. Oh, do you I'm, write them down? No, okay. I'm not even going to write this one down. Okay. I, I don't think the pen could form the words to oh describe boy. this dream. It was Weird. just out there, far out. And so I'm thinking, what did I eat for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> the pizza and the sushi. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sake. All right, let's get into your feel goods. Oh, by the way, we do have a free trip phone tap. Our own Danielle Monero is going to be visiting uh, Universal Orlando Resort, as she does every year. And we want you to be there with her. I love going there. You'll experience so three amazing theme parts. Stay on site at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort. Ooh. And Pit Bulls performing live. It's all a part of Universal Orlando's Mardi Gras event, March 24th. Uh, that's your free trip phone tap to Universal with Danielle coming up in less than one hour. Nice. I know. It's beautiful. All right. Let's get into it, Producer Sam. All right. I love this story. You guys have got to see the video. I will be sharing it after this. So Patricia Gardner is a winter sports lover who wanted me to feature a group of absolute heroes. There was a small crowd, but I want to name the four who were identified. James McDonald, Josh Ravensbergen. Ethan Harvey, and Gabriel Nielsen. 
This was a group of 13 to 14-year-old boys who were skiing in Canada when they saw an 8-year-old boy dangling from the ski lift. His bare hands and his dad's hands were the only things keeping him in. He was hanging over 20 feet. So the chairlift had just finally stopped, and this is because uh, it was finally brought to the operator's attention, but it was going to take a little bit of time for the ski lift's rescue team to get there. So there wasn't too much time to mess around. Thankfully, this group had a crazy amount of instinct. One found a red plastic netting that was being used kind of as like a fence, pulled it out of the ground, and stretched it to create a trampoline underneath this little boy. Another couple found padding that was probably being like used for lessons, and they put it on top of the netting. And then another boy was shouting up to the kid to take off his skis because if he fell with them, those might hurt him. So once there was about, maybe I counted 10 kids all doing something, they yelled to the dad, trust us. And he let go of his son. The kid fell on his butt. He, not a scratch. How he cool. was wow. So fine. There is footage. I'm going to post it. It is so amazing. So I just, it's so impressive because you never know how you will respond in a panicky situation. And in this situation with a bunch of people watching, it took 13 and 14 year old boys wow. to do wow. something. I read the story, and the fact is they, they came up with that that major, major plan in like like no time at all. That's it was great. So That's so cool. Amazing. Thank you so much, Patricia, for sending me this. And boys, you are all heroes, whether your name was mentioned in the article or not. And if you have someone that deserves to be featured, I'd love to feature them. Email me, sam at elvisduran.com subject nine, feel good. Excellent, Sam. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Elvis Duran in the morning show. I used my quip to brush my teeth this morning. <laughs> I thought something was different about you. I love I love my quip. <laughs> you know what? You grew up with just these boring toothbrushes. I'm telling you. There's nothing exciting about brushing your teeth. Like, oh, God, I got to... Okay, here we go. Especially when you're supposed to do it for two minutes. Yeah. That, it's te- two minutes is a long time. It feels you like an hour. To, you need to do it. You need two minutes <laughs> brushing time. And that's what's cool about Quip. Every 30 seconds, it reminds you, switch sides, because it has a little uh, pulsating timers inside. Yeah. It's really cool. 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes and don't clean evenly. But with Quip, you can do it. Dentists love Quip. I love Quip. And what's cool about it, it looks cool. I mean, I know we shouldn't judge it anybody's its cover, but the Quip is like this beautiful stainless steel, gorgeous piece of artwork. It so happens it has this incredible toothbrush on the end of it. You want to leave it out for all to see in the bathroom. You do, and it has a nice holder, too. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it doesn't require a clunky charger. It runs for three months on one charge, and you can change out the uh, the toothbrush ends. You know what I'm saying? The, oh, you uh, have the, to. The, the bristles, bristles yeah. yeah. It reminds you when it's time to change them out. You yeah. can actually join. It'll, they'll just send them to you. Mm. Quip. Try it right now. $25. Go to getquip.com slash Elvis. You'll get your first refill pack for free with your Quip electric toothbrush. That's getquip.com slash Elvis. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Elvis. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Okay, so I'm not saying that this is your creepy friend, but... Do you have a friend you've known for years, delightful, fun to be with, you put them on the calendar as much as you can, you know, time permitting, and uh, and they're perfect in almost every way. You don't know of one flaw they have. Mm. The only problem is, and I'm not saying it's creepy, the only issue you have with this friend is they just don't really open up. You don't feel like you really know them. Do you have someone like that? I do. And 
She's one of my very best friends, but I just know that somewhere deep down she's hiding something because she is so super perfect and her whole life is put together and there's no area where you ever see a slip. But I know she's doing something weird. I well, it. I don't know. No, maybe, I know it. Maybe they're not doing something weird, Gandhi. Maybe there are people out there. Now, not, hear, hear yeah. me out. Mm. Maybe there are people out there that are like really good people. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> what, See, my Danielle? mom always tells me those are the ones that you have to watch out for. <laughs> well, I know, I know, exactly, but yeah. that's my point. Maybe we're the wrong. We're in the wrong. Maybe these people really are close to perfect and nice and generous and I thoughtful. I mean, she has all of those things. There's just, it can't be that way all the time. She can't wake up looking like that. How does it happen? I'm waiting for like the, the you know, you wait for the other sneaker to drop or the other shoe to drop. You know what I mean? Like any moment now, something bad's going to happen and you're going to realize the person's not I don't perfect. Know. And I'm not really talking all, only about looks. I'm talking about just their demeanor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. They, 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 uh, they have a fantastic... Uh, a grasp of the English language and history, and they they have great relationships with their parents and their friends and their bosses, and and you just don't find a flaw. Yes, yeah. that's I, her. I think that when they go home, they throw dishes. I don't know. <laughs> I am convinced. Oh, okay, look, if you are this person, we want to hear from you. You perfect person, or, or maybe you know someone. Can you imagine if someone calls right now? Hi, I'm the perfect person. Yeah, I cannot think of one flaw. I'm so that, wonderful. What 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 one flaw do I uh, do I have? Nothing. No, if you know someone like that, or even better yet, and this is where we get really nasty. If you know someone who was like that, and then you found the flaw. Oh, oh, the secret. I want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, who are these people? Froggy, do you have any perfect friends? Hells no. <laughs> no, I'm the closest thing to perfect of anybody I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. What? I like it. I think you're pretty perfect, Froggy. Oh, you yeah. You don't know him yet. That's why. That's why. <laughs> so far, you're presenting. Just perfectly. wait. It's just so strange <laughs> that someone can be so perfect. I don't know. Call me if you want. 800-242-0100. Diamond's taking phone calls out there. You can text at 55100. All right, Danielle, your first report of the day. Where do you want to start? All right, well, let's talk about someone who looks perfect. Brie Larson. So there is now an app that will give you the workout she did to get in shape for Captain Marvel. Hmm. It's a lot, but it looks amazing if you've got the time to put in. Uh, foam rollers, resistant bands, deadlifts, lunges, hip thrusts, core work, <laughs> stretches. What the hell's a hip thrust other than an the bed. That's I my, that's I my would question. do anything to look just like Brie Larson. <laughs> I think you can, Elvis. You're going to have to do a couple things. Oh, working. my gosh. Uh, we move on to the sad news. One of my first crushes, I know one of Gandhi's first crushes, Luke Perry, passed away from his massive stroke. He was only 52 years old. Many remember him as Dylan McKay, the bad boy in 90210. Many, many know him as Fred Andrews on Riverdale. So many celebrities and fans have been posting tributes on social. They said he was such an amazing human being. The nicest guy. They said on the set of Riverdale, he was one of those um, people who would always give advice to the younger actors on the show. And he was always there as a mentor. Um, He actually has a movie coming out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, coming out uh, this summer. And he worked with Leonardo DiCaprio, and he had a lot to say about him and how wonderful he was. He never signed on to that new 90210 project. I told you about that yesterday because of his Riverdale schedule. And as of right now, they don't know what they're going to be doing with his character on the show. Um, and filming on the new season obviously has been halted for a while. So I will keep you posted. Uh, Netflix. So I know. Netflix is responding to Steven Spielberg's comments about Netflix movies not deserving Oscar nominations. They, they actually put a contract on his life. They are, Yeah, they did. And they also said... 
that. Look, this gives access to viewers who can't afford to go to the theaters, and it also gives filmmakers more ways to show, show and share their art. So that's what they're saying. Hmm. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, Pete Davidson, she's 45, he's 25. There's no doubt about it. They're together. They were playing tonsil hockey at a hockey game on Sunday. It is huh. the grossest picture. Did you see? I know it's like you could see his tongue. It looks like a scene from Alien where like a creature is leaving <laughs> one body and entering another. Good for them. I don't get it. Ugh. Good for them. Oh, am, am I the only one who's happy for people no, who I are happy? No, I think it's awesome. It, I just don't want to see that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's very nice, but I don't need to see them like choking each other with their tongues on the big screen. Oh, like, bang. I just don't. No, just wait till I, I'm going to pull. Did you see the picture? No, show me I, the picture. We're adults okay. here. Let okay. people kiss each other in a hockey okay, game. Okay, you can kiss each other in a hockey game, but don't choke each other like that. Uh, Wendy Williams addressed the rumors that her marriage is in trouble. Um, she came back to her show yesterday. She's doing much better health-wise, thank goodness. She said, look... I'm Wendy Hunter. When I went away for a while, I spent time with as the Hunters. We are getting to know each other again. She gave a shout out to her husband. She held up her wedding ring and she showed a picture of them when they first dated. It was so cute. And she says that, you know, they're working on things. So Wendy, welcome back. It, it was so good to see her again. Yeah, we love you, Wendy. Uh, two hour special of The Bachelor, The Women Tell All is on tonight. The Voice, you've got Hoarders, the 10th season premiere of that. Uh, also, a third season premiere of Morgan Freeman's The Story of God. That's on tonight as well. Oh, oh, next hour, we've got to talk about Bryce Harper. He just set another record. Oh, God, he's just every hour, Bryce Harper setting a record. Seriously. All right, let me see this picture of Pete Davidson and Kate uh, Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Okay, look at the mouths. Okay, let me, let me see. Look at his tongue. It's like a little turtle. Oh, oh. Okay, so. <laughs> Thank you. So their, their tongues are kissing. They're at the hockey game. Mm-hmm. Playing hockey? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he slipped one past the goalie. Oh. <laughs> So many jokes. Okay, so, so many. So let them enjoy. Uh, enjoy let's... away. It just looks like a transfer of a creature. All right, let's. Uh... <laughs> An alien. Yeah. You're just jealous. Oh yeah, that's what. All right. That's okay, it. so back to this thing I brought up a few minutes ago. The friend that's perfect, and you just know. You just know either a there's something not perfect about them they're hiding from you, or b. You're just an ass because you cannot. <laughs> you, you cannot. You cannot grasp the thought. The grasp the thought that there are people out there that are so perfect they seem perfect. Hello, Brad. How are you? Oh my God, I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. Thanks for calling. Listening to us in beautiful Austin. I used to live there. Loved it. Mm. Loved it. Oh, I love it. Until they they ran me out of town. They hated me. <laughs> so you have a friend, Brad, who is seemingly perfect. In what way? Oh, he's just amazing. We hang out all the time. Him and his husband and me and my wife. We hang out all the time, but. Um, I still have no idea what he does, and we've been friends for like twenty, we have about twenty years now. What do you mean what he does? What he does. <laughs> you mean you don't know what he does for a living? No, no idea. Wait, we wait. hang out. Have all you the never time. asked him after all these years? I do. He just says that his parents. He works with his parents, and I've never, you know, I've hang out with his parents, and we just never bring it up, and I've never <laughs> done anything. I never have thought about it, but all the time, me and. My wife are like, what is going on? Like, he always has money and the nicest stuff. But you've known him for 20 years. Interesting. Yeah, I've known him since I was seven years old. Right. And so you you never notice any flaws with this guy? I mean, like, (laughs) everything he does. I mean, he walks through a room and the flowers just arrange themselves. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah, He's he's just amazing. I mean, you you wouldn't expect anything out of him, but I always watch this stuff on TV. It's like the perfect person's always doing something wrong. Yeah, that's the 
the person that you find out is like the mass murderer. <laughs> well, no, like no, see, 25 <laughs> women under his belt that he's killed or no, something. No, hold on. See, Daniel, this is where I... We, uh, shame on us. Why? Shame on it's us for thinking... Shame on us for thinking if someone's is seemingly perfect that they have to have something awful like like a, a, a head in their freezer. I always think it, especially celebrities. I'm like that one goes home and kicks puppies. No I stop. Know oh yeah. All right. So uh, Brad, I mean, and you don't know what he does for a living. And all right, <laughs> we, just said, just we just said the same celebrity that goes home and kicks puppies, and we high five. Who's that? <laughs> Can we say? Well, no, I... we can't say. We're gonna piss too many people off if we say it. Share? No. no. Who? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, so, so Brad, Brad, do you yeah. do you think it's okay? Is it healthy to be good friends with someone and you really have no clue who they are? Or yeah, I think so because I mean, what's the worst that can happen? If something happens, I just never knew. I don't know. Yeah. They could like, you, boil you like a bunny on the no, stove. you know what happens. He's the one on the news that they interview, and he goes, I don't know. He seemed like the nicest guy. He's the nicest right. neighbor. Yeah. The nicest neighbor we ever had. All right, Brad, good luck with that. Let us know if you find out a flaw, because we need to hear about it. Oh, thank you. I've been trying to get on here for years. Thank you, well, Elvis. Thank you for listening Aww. to us. What's up, Frog? Oh, I just think that when you see somebody who's perfect, and then you meet their significant other, and they're perfect, too, and neither one of them <laughs> fight. I'm like, wait a second. You guys never argue? Oh, no, we never have a fight. I'm like, dude, they're, they're, it's either BS. a lot of pent-up energy or I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't see, believe once it. again, I don't it. once again, we're, we're saying they're totally flawed because we see no flaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Two perfect people can't find each other. That's I, not possible. I think we're the problem. I think we need to like grow up and understand there can be some people who are close to perfect. Hello, Christina. How's it going? Just fine, May. Good well, morning. Well, good morning, and thanks for listening. So you were in the book club. <laughs> And there was a woman in your book club. You thought she was perfect, but what? Well, I've known her pretty much since I was a teenager, and she's just one of these women who, you know, her hair is perfect, her appearance is perfect, her home is beautiful. And I think, okay, God, over and over, she just lands it. You know, everything is goes her way. She's got this husband with lovely manners, her children with lovely manners. So we're all at her book club, or we're at her house for book club one night, and uh, sitting around the dining room table, blah, 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 having lots of laughs, and it walks her husband completely hammered, completely drunk, and he had just been out after work, and he wouldn't leave the group. He came in to talk to us, and he wouldn't leave. And he's a perfectly congenial drunk, but he was very drunk. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, this is her deal. This is what she has to deal with, because he just went out. He's like, oh, I just stopped out with a couple of friends after work acting as if it was no big deal, and I thought, she's got to deal with this guy coming home, being drunk, and, and you know, being a big peen in the, you know what, because he wouldn't stop talking, and he wouldn't leave the group. Right. So, yeah. so, so in other words, you're thinking that, you know, just because she has this facade of perfection, there, there are issues behind, behind the wall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Absolutely. I tell my kids that all the time. I'm like, never wish for anybody else's life no. because you don't know what the real story is. Very right. good point. That is true. And look, see, and, and we're validated. Now yes. we know perfection doesn't exist. <laughs> Not real. Shame on us. <laughs> I feel so much better seeing that weak moment. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I feel so much better about myself. That's <laughs> awful. All right, Christina, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Finally, we talked to Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, how are you guys? We're doing well. Thank you for listening. So your coworker looks perfect. Like perfect makeup, she always slays it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and what'd you find out about right. the perfect friend? Uh oh. 
so we we hung out for the first time and we were we were pretty good friends for a while and i remember just sitting in her living room we were talking just about whatever and i don't even know how it came up but she said oh yeah i i don't shower huh? and i i remember being so incredibly stunned i was just like oh, oh she doesn't I, bathe at all no, and I said, why? Why is that? She said, I just don't like the feeling of that water on my back and all this stuff. And I was like, what the heck? What, what's going on right now? Well, so, you know, I've heard from several what? beauty experts that the less you wash your face, the less yep. you wash your hair, your face and your hair look better. Yes. So, I, I guess so, but you would think. Did she smell? No, and she never, no. Oh, That's why I was like, I don't understand what's going on here, but it, it grossed me out so much. I can't. Yeah, I was stunned. Yeah. So she's not perfect. No. No. She's stinky. <laughs> but if she never showers and never smells, perhaps she is perfect. Exactly. Damn what it. The? I know. Yeah. Now this is making me mad. Now I'm mad at this lady. This Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Because this lady never showers. <laughs> <laughs> she never washes her hair, and she's perfect. <laughs> she's perfect. She makes me smells. mad. All right, Aaron, thank you very much. All right, yeah, so whoever know. it is you're out there, uh, you know, we judge people by, because of their flaws. So shame on us for judging people on being perfect. Oh, of course. Shame on us for judging at all, for the most part. I mean, just let people live, but when they're perfect, it's annoying. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the official Twitter account of The Morning Show. Search for Elvis Duran Show on Twitter and follow us now. Elvis Duran in The Morning Show. When you've had a morning, let Taco Bell make your breakfast for just a dollar. Like the $1 grilled breakfast burritos filled with fluffy eggs and your choice of bacon, sausage, or potatoes. Only on Taco Bell's Morning Value Menu. All right. I'll ask you a question. Okay. How many times do you go to the bathroom every day? Hmm. Is, it okay, is it okay to discuss well, this? Well, now yes. are we talking about poopy doopies or peepy deepies? Number one, number two, sometimes number three. Uh, uh, well, I don't <laughs> number do no- three. Uh, <laughs> number three. Number two, I definitely don't do every day. Sometimes it's days. Like how many? I could go three, four days. I think oh. I have some problems. Can we get Dr. Oz <laughs> on the phone? Can yeah. we get Dr. Oz yeah. on the phone and ask him if that's okay? Please? And then pee. I yep. pee a lot. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't. Yeah? Yeah. I think I probably go I, like four or five times a day. Really? I think so. I'll go once in the morning when I, either right when I wake up or when I get to work. I'll go once in the middle of the day and then once at night. I feel so like three. I pee less. So, Daniel, you're, th- I mean, yeah. Froggy, you're three. Yeah, three times a Gandhi, day. Gandhi, you're four. Yeah. Oh, I'm probably like seven or eight. Seven or eight? But I had kids. I think after you yeah. have kids, things loosen up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm two. Wow. I think I'm two, maybe three. I mean, I don't drink enough water. <laughs> I... No, no, seriously, I don't. <laughs> Do you pee first thing in the morning? Yes. Because a lot of, I have, I know a couple of people who don't, men. That they don't. I'm like, how do you, you not? Have to. How, exactly. How do you not go first thing in the well, morning? I don't know. Everyone's different. Let's stop judging. It's crazy. <laughs> I know, but you know what? Dr. Oz would know. Yeah. He knows these things. He does. Very, uh, very I'm just wondering. I don't know why I thought I would get all creepy and start asking such personal questions. <laughs> well, Danielle is fascinated by something in my bathroom that I swear by, and I think everyone should have one, the Squatty Potty. The yeah. Squatty Potty. You know what? It's uh, the greatest thing A ever. lot of people talk about the Squatty Potty. Yeah. It's great. I mean, and it really speeds up the process. Is it just get everything out quicker? Yeah. Oh. It, it changes it, your posture. It moves your, your plumbing to in such a state that it, it's, it, it makes everything want to Maybe fall out. I need that, because mine doesn't fall out. Anyway, so... <laughs> Or I need chia seeds or something. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. 
Go eat a tree. Get some fiber going. Fiber. Do you, probiotics. Now, yeah, check your fiber. Yeah, I don't think I have enough fiber. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they did a they did a poll. Hmm. Four or five times. They're saying four or five times is the most common answer. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. But is but is that what you're supposed to be doing? Two percent. I don't know. Okay. Two percent of people say they only go once. Nine percent more than eight. Whoa. Who pees once a day? I don't There's know. There's no, that's a lie. People who don't drink enough water. No, that's a lie. Because <laughs> you're going to go in the morning and you're definitely yeah. going before bedtime. So you're at least going twice. So don't give it a Nobody goes once. Guys, okay, let's no. not turn this into these people are a bunch of liars. That, nobody goes once. No, that, well, no. You got problems if you go once. Okay. <laughs> We, we don't know. Look, you only poo once a week. That's so who different. Are, who are you to judge? Pooing is different than peeing. Peeing is more important than pooing. Don't throw you know what, though, Danielle? He's right. Don't throw poo in glass houses. <laughs> <laughs> no, that looks bad. Danielle's right. He's right, though, Danielle, because I'm, I'm another one that I don't go number two every single day, and I know that I should, and some people go three or four times a day. So, I mean, everybody's yeah. different. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, look. Uh, okay. All right. Whatever. I'm just kind of curious. I don't go a week and not go, but, you know, that's a problem. Can we talk about the Momo Challenge? I'm going to switch gears. Oh, man. Wow. Bring up the Momo Challenge and everything gets mad. My son had a nightmare about it last night. The Momo Challenge? He woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning in my room crying about it. Aw. Right. Great tea. You have kids. You got the Momo Challenge problem. Now, a lot of people don't know what the Momo Challenge is. Ella's been sleeping in our bed for the past two nights because she can't sleep and she's crying because she's scared to watch YouTube. Yep. Yeah, it's really bad. My son's afraid it's going to pop up on Fortnite. Okay, well, hold on. A lot of people don't know what the Momo Challenge is. Mm-hmm. The Momo Challenge, it, it, it started with this doll, right? Yeah. 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 The it, Momo doll? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the doll has been destroyed. The guy who actually made the art, because it, it was supposed to be a piece of art, he destroyed it because he feels bad that it's causing so many issues. Right. So Momo is this frightening doll-like thing that- yeah targets children through apps like Facebook and WhatsApp and YouTube, convincing kids to partake in dangerous challenges like harming themselves, others, waking up in the middle of the night to turn the stove on. I mean, it's stuff that's not right. Yeah. Momo uh, may even appear in the middle of the videos on YouTube Kids and stuff yeah. like that. So parents, you, apparently, you got to keep an eye on this. Oh, yeah. We've had a nice long conversation with both girls about the Momo thing. The it's Momo been, thing. Yeah, they were really scared. And we had to sit down and, like, you know, tell them that, you know, you're okay, you're safe, you're with us. If something like this happens, you need to, you know, come tell us about it. Um, you know, it's a scary thing for children, for so sure. So, what's the adult version of Momo? I think it's a bottle of tequila. <laughs> that convinces you to do bad things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for bottle, sure, for it, me, it's whiskey. Whiskey for yeah. you. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, what, what pops up in your life and is just the worst influence ever? Now, look, being a parent, I can't imagine what it's like, yeah. and I and I know that this Momo thing is a, it, it's a it's very scary, serious yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary. Yeah. I think I have a couple of friends who are really bad at Yeah, I got a couple of friends, too. Yeah. On my pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> Online shopping for Danielle. <laughs> anyway, so I know that YouTube is taking steps to uh, terminate some channels that attempt to endanger children, but... You got to let your kids know Momo is not real. Yeah, no. I sat down uh, with my nine-year-old and we actually watched a lot of the coverage on the different news channels so that he could see what they were saying about it and what to be careful of and stuff like that. But still last night in the middle of the night, he woke up crying that, you know, he was afraid some of his videos it would pop up in. Right. Aww. Hey, look, you know, this is one of those things that we're having a conversation about parents, parenting and kids. So Gandhi and I, scary, we have no concept right. of things like the, the Momos in the world. And so, people, a lot of people listening right now are like, "What's what the hell's a Momo?" Right? Because they, yeah. it does. It's not a part of their lives. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. 
But it's good to be aware of what you, what your family and friends are going through if they do have kids or, you know, your teacher mm-hmm. may have a kid. What's going My sister was the one who told me about Momo on Sunday because her her, uh, her son Lucas, my nephew, he loves Peppa Pig. And apparently Peppa Pig is one of the videos where Momo was interstitched. Wow. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to sit down and watch an innocent Peppa Pig video. Yeah. Up, up pops Momo. <laughs> and, I mean, who are the creeps that decided to do this? I hope somebody finds them. That's I don't know. the worst part. Yeah. And, and, and no, Gandhi, you're wrong. What you said yesterday is totally wrong. You don't look anything like Momo. A little bit I do. No. Oh, I mean, no, you do not I, I, like I, I, Listen, Momo. there are mornings I wake up and my makeup's all over the place, and I'm like, oh, yeah. No. Scare myself. Oh. Terrible. Uh, okay, so can we go back to uh, how many times you pee per day? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the one and only Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. Hey, guys. How are you? Oh, did we wake you up? No, I've already I've been doing other shows. Oh, I'm well, trying to get I'm trying to get my program up and up on its legs. So. Okay, well I'm sorry to bother you. I, just, I, just, I want to ask you a quick question. We we found a poll today, Doctor Oz, that talk that they asked people how many times they use the bathroom per day. They go potty. Number one, number two, and mm-hmm. and sometimes you know number three. You know what I'm saying? So in, in number three, did a combo with number three? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> number three, you know, it's like you don't want to do number three. Now, okay, number one and number two. How many times should we be going to the bathroom? Per day, so so you don't want you don't want to go caca number two uh, more than four times a day, but ideally you would go once a day. And okay. what if so, you don't go for like four or five days, which that's me normally? All right, so if you're not going poop at least twice a week, then you're officially constipated. Now, if you're not having belly cramps and don't feel discomfort because of it, we don't do anything about it. But ideally, you're supposed to get the toxins out of your body once a day, at least once every other day, and it shouldn't take longer than that. And the solution is usually just a lot of extra water and movement, and then you can add some fiber, which helps a little as well. So that's the that's number two part. The number one part's a very interesting question, because Elvis has these, these subtle philosophical existential questions all the time. Oh, you know me. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a deep thinker, deep thinker. <laughs> so number one, our philosopher... Resident philosopher uh, is actually based on how much fluid you drink and how much you sweat. However, you should be able to pee fluid that is roughly clear enough that you can read through it uh, and no darker than a very light tea, like a chamomile tea. You don't want to have anything dark coming out. So the amount of times you pee depends if you're male or female because the female bladder is smaller because it has to make room for the uterus. So the uterus takes up some of the space that the male bladder has. So the guys can pee, you know, three times a day. And women usually have to pee more than that. Right. If I can ask, yeah, one last, so number three, since you bring it up, humans are able to survive because we can vomit. We we do not, but the animals that can't vomit like horses, when they get colic and their stomach distends, they die from that actually. So we're supposed to be able to taste all kinds of crazy, wacky things because we have the ability to vomit it up if it's not good for us. And it's allowed our species to thrive even in inhospitable environments. Well, let's hear for vomit, Whoa, everyone. All right. One time yeah. for vomit, Wait. Our friend vomit. Did he say how many times it was pee a day? Okay, so how many? So Okay, so is there an average or, or a healthy number of times or an alarming number of times you should be or should not be peeing per day? You know, if you pee three to five times a day, that's probably the average. Uh, okay. If you're peeing more than that, the odds are you're not emptying all the pee out when you pee. Oh. And, and how about this one person said that they pee one time a day? That's BS, right? <laughs> that's hard to do. I think that's going to be very right. difficult. Once Thank a day you. means you're Thank probably you, holding it in. And when you hold the urine in, you actually swell up your kidneys. Yeah. Okay. Listen, while I got you on the phone, can I ask a separate, bring up a separate issue? Oh, absolutely. We're done with pee. Go right ahead. <laughs> 
Well, I, you may, I don't know if you brought up Luke Perry's tragic past. Oh, yes, we did. And, and, and that's another thing we're talking about. He's so young, and I don't think there were warning signs about mm-hmm. a stroke coming on. And right. that, that really has a lot of people troubled. It, it, well, it, cause you don't think someone like that's going to have a stroke. I just want to uh, highlight to folks listening that one in seven strokes roughly is under the age of 50. Mm. And uh, you don't always have warning signs. There's a stroke every 40 seconds, so there's plenty to go around. Oh. And the instance of stroke in younger people is increasing. So I want to leave people with a, with a real quick acronym to, to understand that you're having a stroke. If you get help quickly, then you can usually save the life of the person who suffered. Okay. In this case, he got to the hospital quickly, but he probably – he had a catastrophic enough event because he was awake when they got to him, but not awake when he got to the hospital. Those are that's a much worse scenario. But here's the acronym: ready? It's be fast. So the B stands for your balance. You won't be able to find it, and often you won't even notice it. So people around you have to notice it. Uh, the E um, is, is well, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to E is eyesight. So you won't see normally. You get blurry vision. The F is your face won't be symmetrical when you smile. That's why you always ask a stroke potential victim if they can smile you're not as right. interested in whether they're happy or not but is there symmetry your arms can you lift them both equally and because if you can't again indicative of a stroke it's asymmetry you're looking for s is speech the same way you can't smile your tongue won't move so you won't be able to make words so your speech mm-hmm. will be slurred and don't trust the person having the stroke they often won't be aware this is happening to them you've got to pick up on it and the t is the most important it's time because you don't have much of it so you got to get to the hospital and get to a stroke center. So if you're hearing the show right now, save a life, go and figure out the closest stroke center. You don't want to go to the closest ER. You want to go to the closest stroke center so they can actually do something for you if you have it. Well, 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 well Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz, what's a stroke center? That's So an emergency room at a hospital is not necessarily a stroke center? Oh. No, because if you've had, let's say, a blood clot in the brain and knocked off an artery, there are some institutions that have the ability to go in and take the clot out or quickly diagnose that you've had this problem and treat it with a chemical uh, that can dissolve the clot. But if you're an institution that doesn't have that capability, all they're going to do is figure out you're having a stroke. It'll take them an hour to, to do all that and get you to another hospital. So you've lost your window. I wouldn't even know. An hour, one hour to if you problem. told me to find a stroke center right now, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know what to do. No, me neither. I know. That's why right now, take, take a second and call around. The big centers in the city, well, Elvis, you've, you know, you've gotten care at my hospital, New York Presbyterian, uh, it's a stroke center. Mount Sinai, I mean, the big hospitals have stroke centers, but especially if in, in, in the burbs, you got to call around, see, do you have the ability to take care of a, of a clot in my brain? Okay, so uh, wow. whoever is listening to us, and no matter where you live in this great country of ours, maybe you should ask your doctor, hey, just by chance, do you know where I can find a stroke center in my town? I mean, it's a very important thing to do. Every town has one. They're designated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every city wants to be safe, so they're going to have at least one stroke center. Find the one closest to you so you know where to go. And when you get in that ambulance, God forbid, someone's having a stroke, you insist on going there. They'll they'll back down when they know you know what you're talking about. Wow, and an ambulance driver should know where a stroke center is, I'm assuming. They'll know also, but they won't. They won't know for sure that you're having a stroke. So they'll often gotcha. want to go to the closest hospital. Wow. For, listen, gun, gunshot to the chest. Get to the closest hospital. All right. A stroke. Go to a stroke center. Gotcha. Wow. All right, Doctor Oz. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Love you guys. Take have, care. Have a great Bye-bye. day. So we learned a lot. We learned how, how many times we need to pee per day, and you need a. I didn't know you needed a stroke center. Yeah. They I were saying either. on the news that he seemed like such a healthy guy and in great yeah. shape. That unless you get MRIs all the time and what you don't know, like you don't. it's like aneurysms, mm-hmm. like brain aneurysms. 
and stuff, they can come out of nowhere. Well, Nate had a stroke. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. By the way, I have people are asking how Nate's doing. Nate's doing yeah. great. I spoke to him the other day for like an hour. Yeah, he's doing good. fantastic. He'll be back soon, I think. Right? I hope yeah. so. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We do have a free trip phone tab. Join Danielle at Universal Orlando Resort. You're going to win your trip coming up next. <laughs> That's why we love you. (laughs) Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Sponsored by State Farm. Protect your car and home with the one that's here to help your life go right. State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. About to get into your free trip phone tap. Win a trip to Orlando, Universal Orlando. Danielle will be there for Mardi Gras. You'll be there too. Pitbull performing. Oh, and if you've never seen Pitbull perform, he's incredible. He's a performer. Oh, he is. You wouldn't call him a singer. He's a performer. He's a performer. This is actually my second time seeing he's him a, at Mardi Gras. He's not a singer. He's a performer. Right. Work with me on this. Yes, he's okay. a performer. It's the same as calling an EMT an ambulance driver. Ooh. Oh. Party foul. As I did. Uh-oh. And look, I was in a conversation <laughs> with Dr. Oz, and I made a mistake. I called EMTs. I, I said something. Oh, so the, the ambulance driver needs to know where to drive you to the right, right. stroke center. And then every, every EMT listening, who, by the way, I always, I always thank, I always give credit to EMTs as first responders that yes, are so important to us. But, you know, I make one little mistake, and they all get all ass hurt. Yes. You know, butt I'm, hurt. I'm sorry, butt hurt, ass hurt. The same thing. Rectal hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I start thinking about it this way. People call me a DJ. I'm not a DJ. I don't even know what I am. I was going to say, how do you... When when we have to fill out those forms that say occupation, Occupation. what do you say? I say ambulance driver. Yeah. (laughs) Are you an air personality? Air personality. No, I don't know what I say. I I always get torn with that one, too. All right. So my my apologies to EMTs. You know know I have respect for you and what you do. Right. So don't start yelling at me on the text messages. Mm. Just don't do it. Right. Hey, don't don't call a flight attendant a stewardess. No, no, no. no. Don't don't call a whatever we do a DJ because mm. a DJ that's marshmallows a DJ yeah. <laughs> and a producer. What do you what would you call us? I don't know. I like I don't what they know. call you in England. Isn't it, it like a bre- uh, breakfast presenter? Presenter, presenter. Here's what we are: misunderstood. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. I, scary. Can you? You're like a gnat flying around. What, what, what do you want to say? Don't call secretaries either. That's important. Exactly. You're an, ass- you're an assistant. I don't know what to call anyone anymore. I know. I need a guidebook. Here, here's a, you got to understand something. We're in here and we have what, 10 million people listening, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a text, there's a text thing going on. And I rarely look at it, but I look at it every once in a while. And you know, it's like there's always someone mad at something. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. And there's always something wrong, I think, with the approach. If somebody says something that offends you, instead of just snapping on them and sending a hateful text message, maybe you could say, hey, I am an EMT and I prefer to be called that versus an ambulance driver. And there Thank you go. You. And right. see that? <laughs> I, how can I disagree with that? Kill right. them with kindness. Well, how can I disagree with that? Kill, you know, yeah. kill me with... Um, common sense and With decency? common sense, yeah. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, but it's, it's so also rare. kindness because if you address the person who's upsetting you with a kind tone, a lot of times you can turn them around, you know, I think and make it, them feel bad. In general, <laughs> people really need to think about their approach to things in life as a whole because yeah. that will set the direction of whatever the conversation is going to be. It's true. Just approach better. As a whole. Yeah. Be better as a whole, yes. not an a-hole. Exactly. Oh, like someone just sent a text, don't call corrections officers jail guards. I agree. 
I wouldn't have done a lot of people are misunderstood. <laughs> I never even heard the term jail guard. Jail guard. No, Prison really. guard, I've heard. What, Gregory? When I was working as a, at a gas station, I, you know, they would say, oh, get the gas attendant. But honestly, I'm a petroleum engineer. No, a petroleum transfer engineer. Petroleum transfer <laughs> engineer. But when I hear the word engineer, I assume there's a degree behind it. Right. That. And <laughs> but he's still he's still transferring petroleum from the ground into your automobile. Yeah. I know, but engineering. Does, yes. Don't you need some yes, math there's some engineering and... there? Yes, yes. There's I would engineering think so. there. Let me bring out my calculator. <laughs> If you work in sanitation, waste management, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Just be, be polite to it. I think you're a talk show host is what I think. Is that what I am? That's what I think you are. I feel like a talk show host is a TV person. Yeah. I don't know what we are. I think you're a talk show host. Yeah, host. All I know is we're just <laughs> pissing people off left and right. <laughs> I think you're more of a hostess, but it's still the same thing. What do you more, I think he's more of a Twinkie. A hostess. <laughs> a Twinkie. Oh, honey, I was I was a Twinkie years ago. Was that your nickname in high school, Twinkie? Twinkie? <laughs> no, no, that's it's like an it's an old term for like young gay guys. Oh, Twi- Twinkies. Twinkies. I didn't yeah. know that. Or chicken. A chicken? Yeah. When I was young. What, Brody? What do you need? Oh, uh, scary when he was on television explaining his job. No, he's yeah. He pointed that out like seven oh, no. times. Uh, no, when, yeah. When, if you're a young gay guy, you, you used to be called a chicken, or never heard chicken, a Twinkie, or Twink. I've heard Twink, but not chicken. But I'm so far from it. <laughs> what you, what's like the oldest living bird? I'm a pterodactyl. Oh, stop! <laughs> not even living. Pterodactyls are pretty much done. Yeah, yeah I don't think even... there are any of those left. I'm a pterodactyl. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're about to give you a trip to uh, Orlando, Universal Orlando. You'll experience three amazing theme parks. Stay on site at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort. You'll That's see... a great resort. I've never stayed there. Oh, I've stayed there. Oh, it's, it's awesome. cool. It's awesome. And plus, Danielle will be there. No one loves Universal Orlando more than our Danielle. I can't wait. Last time I was at the Cabana Bay, I met Marilyn Monroe. She was walking around the lobby. Oh my God, she's still... <laughs> I saw Lucy and Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> wow. Plus, you'll see uh, Pitbull performing live in concert March 24th at Universal Orlando's Mardi Gras event. Mardi Gras is going on. Even though today's Fat Tuesday in mm. New Orleans, Mardi Gras will go on for at least another couple of months. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they do it up there. At Universal Orlando. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show's free trip phone tab. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you the phone tap that Danielle's doing, I do believe. Mm-hmm. And then after it's over, we'll give you our number to call. When you're call at 100, you win your trip. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Danielle. All right. So Kelly wants to phone tap her friend and co-worker, Rosalind. Now, Rosalind has this annoying habit of brushing her teeth in the work sink. <laughs> so Kelly keeps saying, look, that's a little disgusting. So she thought it would be funny if you called an angered co-worker and just mess around with her. Okay. And Danielle's the person for the job. Let's see what happens in today's phone tap. Hello, this is Robin. Yeah, uh, is this the girl with the mousy brown hair who wears the really tacky clothes and is brushing her teeth in the bathroom all the time? Excuse me? Who the f*** is this? So obviously this is you, right? Who are you? Uh, Don't worry about who I am. I work in the building, and I'm calling you to tell you to stop brushing your teeth in the bathroom sink. How'd you get my number? Well, you know what? It's it's very easy. I know somebody who walked into the bathroom after you walked out, and I asked them who you were, and they told me. And who are you to call me? Oh, it doesn't matter who I am to call you. I'm somebody who is concerned about the benefit of everybody else at the office that we don't have to see your disgusting spit in the sink. Nobody cares about this but you. You should mind your own business. Bullshit. 
uh, we've talked about it before, and uh, it is the talk of the office about the disgusting person who leaves her spit and her toothpaste grime in the sink. You know what? I don't have enough time to brush my teeth at home. I have to be at work at 7.30 in the morning, and I don't need to deal with this bull**** from you. Okay, the rest of us have to be at work early in the morning, but we all seem to brush our teeth ahead of time. That's your business. What if I took a in the bowl and left it there for you to see? Would you like that? Look, I don't even know who the you are or why you give a what I do, and I'm not going to stand this call any longer. It doesn't matter who I am. I'm calling you because everybody's talking about you, and nobody wants you to do it anymore. It takes two minutes to brush your teeth. Get up why a little don't you early. Even tell me who you are. Because it's none of your business who I am. Okay, well then I have to go because it's none of your business what I do with my time. Hello, Roslyn. Why should somebody else have to come in there and wash out your toothpaste junk? It's just not fair. You should clean up after yourself. You're damn busybody who can't mind her own business. Well, let and me you ask you a question. You're such a coward. Can you just say, yes, I'm not going to do it anymore? You should scrape that toothpaste out of the sink and use it to clean your mouth. Hello, Roslyn. The next time someone sees you in the uh, bathroom, they're going to shove the toothbrush up your I'm really scared. I saw you come out of the bathroom after you dropped the nugget. I bet you didn't even wash your hands. Well, are you following me around? Are you some sort of stalker? I mean, seriously. I mean, this disgusting Who hygiene. How are you that you know all these little details about me? Are you are, are you sick? You know what? I'm calling you on it. Come down right now and tell me to my face. I don't need to come down. I know the truth. I know oh, the rumors. You're a I know you're... Stop hiding behind the phone. I'm going to see if you've got the balls to say this. To my face. Oh, please. I'm not going to waste my day coming to find you. Well, then stop calling me. Oh, my God. Yep. That's oh, your, my God. That's your I, have ne- <laughs> I have never seen her that angry in my life. <laughs> She's gonna you go- are good. <laughs> she, thank you. She's going to run through the office trying to figure out who I am. So maybe we need to break the joke. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish we could keep going. This is too funny. Hello, Robin. Hey, uh, Kelly just wanted you to know that she was phone tapping you. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind, this is Danielle Monaro from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got hey, phone tapped. Moron, I'm in a meeting with Sammy right now. I know, but you know this show, and you never thought you were going to get phone tapped, so surprise. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I got you. I got you. you. Ah! Elvis Duran phone tapped. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> But that's what they're supposed to be. Aren't they supposed to be mean? No. (laughs) They're supposed to be fun. Oh. Funny mean. That was kind of funny mean. It was funny mean. (laughs) Dropping a nugget. Hey, if you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know. Uh, (laughs) If you dare, uh, go to ElvisDuran.com and click on the phone tap link. Free, free, free. Free trip phone tap. All right, here you go. Trip for two to join Danielle at Universal Orlando Resort. I don't want to go to Universal Orlando with you. Why? After that phone tap, how mean are you? (laughs) I won't be mean at Universal. Okay, good. You'll experience three amazing theme parks. Stay on site at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort. You'll see Pitbull performing live. In concert, March 24th at Universal Orlando Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras. Event. <laughs> uh, be caller 100 to win your trip. 1-800-242-0100. For Elvis Duran in the morning shows, free trip, phone tap, entry info, and rules, visit ElvisDuran.com. Keyword contests. Hey, I'm Greg T. here. Whether it's your best friend helping you to drive across country to start a new job or a neighbor helping you to move into a brand new home, a little help can help a lot. So let State Farm be there to help you protect your car and your home with your very own State Farm agent. 
someone who'll be there when you need them. Because sometimes we all need a little help to make life go right. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. State Farm, here to help life go right. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show's free trip phone tab. I have to... I have to tell a story about the Murray's mac and cheese that was delivered in just a second. Our friend Mindy is here. You'll hear the story. And it's like I can relate with Mindy's story. First of all, i got to talk to Marcy. Hey, Marcy, how you doing? Hey, great. Marcy, you just won a trip to Universal Orlando. Woo! Woo! You're going to love it. Have you ever been there before? I was there a long time ago, but I would love to take my daughter. Oh, yeah, you're going. We're going to have so much fun. You're on your way. You know, yeah. it's Mardi Gras uh, season at Universal Orlando. Daniel's going to be there. Pitbull performing for you. Amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Tell your friends they need to get their own trip. But you won yours from the uh, free trip phone tap, okay? I love it. Thank you so much. I really need a trip. I'm sick with a cold. This would be great Aww. to look forward to. Oh, great. I'm sure everyone will. You guys are the best. I love you, Elvis. We love you. I'm well, I love you more than you'll ever love me, Marcy. Sorry. <laughs> No. <laughs> Have fun at Universal. Promise me you'll you'll uh, let us know how it was when you get back, okay? Of course. We're going to rock it in Brooklyn style. All right. There you nice. go. Nice. <laughs> Hold on one second. All right. Another whatever phone tap tomorrow morning. I don't know if it's money, trips. I don't know. We'll Give see. you an island. All right. Back to Mindy. Mindy <laughs> is here from Murray's Cheese. Murray's Cheese Shop. Is that the official name? Yeah. I mean, I guess most people just refer to it as Murray's <clears throat> Cheese. It's just Murray's Cheese. Let me tell you, every cheese known to man, and they have a cave, a cove. And I took the, the tour of the Murray's Cheese Cave once. The original ones on Bleecker Street or yeah. in Long Island City? So now they're in Long Island City. They're even bigger and more cheese. So you got to come check them out. Oh, it sounds like heaven. A cave of cheese? It is a cave of Hello. cheese. Wow. It's, it, okay, so the other day I saw on Instagram Murray's Cheese now has Murray's Mac and Cheese. And it's technically next door, correct? Yes, it's directly next door on the corner of Leroy and Bleecker Street. And... You can come buy all of your cheese and then eat a bowl of mac and cheese. Yes. Or you, I guess you can go home and make your own too, but yeah, we want you to come try ours. Now, do you also sell those boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese, you know, the, with the oh orange my. powder? Yeah. That, would be, that would be sacrilegious. <laughs> I, know, that I, know, I think there's a time and place for that too. But anyway, so my point is this. No matter where you're living uh, in this great world of ours, there's something beautiful about mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. There's just something unifying about it. I don't know. And I'm sure you guys, even though you've only been open about a week or two, I mean, there's, there's, people are dying to get in there and get their cheese, their mac and cheese. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because it's all windows and we just see people kind of staring at the menu and, you know, their wheels are turning. Should I come inside? Usually nine out of 10 people are coming inside. Yeah. And then once they eat the mac and cheese, I'm sure they'll be returning. Yeah. So the one that got me, now Froggy, that's Froggy eating mac and cheese in Miami right there. (laughs) So uh, the one that got me was on Instagram, they had a big, bowl of crusty mac and cheese with a ball of burrata. You know what burrata is. It's mozzarella, but it's it's creamy inside. Greatest so you, cheese. Yeah, it is. And when you open it up, it kind of, if it's done right, it creams out. Uh, and right. so the, the idea, I, I'm assuming, Mindy, was to open your burrata ball and mix it into the cheese and just it's cheesy goodness, right? Exactly. So it's actually stuck with stracciatella cheese, which okay. is why it's stringy and kind of oozing out. So yes, you cut into it, you mix it in so it has the hot oozing cheese mixed with the ball of burrata. <sighs> Okay, so Mindy said, she said, oh, I heard you guys talking about this on the radio. I'm going to bring some mac and cheese from Murray's Mac and Cheese up to the radio station. Right. Great. So we're sitting here going, oh, I can't believe she's going to bring that hot, crusty mac and cheese mm. with that burrata on top. We're going to open it up. So what happened? There's no burrata here today. So I had to store some stuff in the fridge at my apartment. Right. And I wake up this morning to put everything in the bag, and the burrata is not there. And I open my garbage, and the container of the burrata 
is in the garbage. So what happened? So I woke up my boyfriend and said, what's the deal? And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I came home last night drunk and I ate the burrata. (laughs) (laughs) So he enjoyed the burrata, but we will definitely bring some burrata back here so you guys can experience that. No, as long as you have a story like that. Where's the burrata? Well, the boyfriend got drunk, just couldn't put it in the bag. I can't blame him. It's good burrata. At least he was indulging in a... A great quality snack. It was. And right. A high quantity of the snack. Yes, he ate you two had for balls of burrata. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good yes. for him. Yeah, I guess he had a great night. I, I gotta be honest, I can't get mad at your boyfriend. No. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I hope he's listening so that he knows. Well, Mindy, thank you for coming in today. Thank you. We're so glad that we could give you guys some mac and cheese for oh, breakfast. Oh, it was awesome. Thank now we're, it's our turn to come to uh, Murray's Mac and Cheese. Yeah, come mm-hmm. stop by, 254 Bleecker Street. There it is. So if you're living in New York, you know Murray's. You've been by it a million times. If you don't live in New York, you're traveling to New York, add this to your list. It, Broadway show, Statue of Liberty, Murray's Mac and Cheese. Yes. <laughs> it's Sounds great. like a plan. All right, Mindy, thank you so much. Thank you so Mindy. much. Yeah. Mac and Cheese Mindy. <laughs> You got a name. What's up, Scary? What's Something I've noticed about their mac and cheese, which I think more people should do, and that is the mac part of it. It's like the spirally rotelli pasta type because what that does is it absorbs the maximum amount of cheese. Scary. The cheese sticks in between yes. each. You know what? It's, it's, you know, otherwise, it doesn't. It slides off. Not on that. Yes. All right. It's a radatory pasta from Solini. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's, something, there's something Italian sounding about that. Now, Froggy, don't you wish you were here right now? Yes, this is one of the many times I'm very jealous. I know that I have warmer temperatures, but you have much better food, and I'd rather eat. <laughs> okay, there okay. you go. All right, Mindy, thank you. Tell thank everyone you. at Murray's we said hi. We love them. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, Murray's Murray's cheese, I mean, it, it's like a... It's a superstar here in New York. Yeah, so good. Every town has that superstar old mom paw place. Like we have Murray's, we have you know the delis, we have all that stuff. But thank you, thank you, mm-hmm. mac and cheese, Mindy, everyone. Yeah, Mindy, MMM, which is a great name for a for a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stage, mac and cheese, Mindy. Thank Can you, we- Mindy. Address how Scary is trying to sniff everybody's food, and it's a little weird. Scary, why don't you just go get some mac and cheese? I can't. I, I return to carbs <laughs> on Friday. Okay, well. <laughs> You're Return to carbs. Return to carbs. He's like leaning over shoulders like, can I Can I just smell it? I want to sniff no. the mac and cheese. Get away. Oh, that sounds creepy, Scary. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame it. They had the like the carbonara. See, carbonara pasta, is, I mean, I do that when we go out and stay out late. If you have a little bacon, a little mm. spaghetti and some cheese, it's all you need. And maybe an egg. And you, and you mm. it's, I make this, it's like, it's, I've never had carbonara uh, sober or before 1 a.m. Mm. I like that you... Cook while you're intoxicated. I do. That's that's an accomplishment. Pasta, pasta is so easy after you've been out drinking, like cacio e pepe or yeah. or carbonara. What? 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 Good for you. You're gonna spend the night with me uh, next weekend. I know. Gandhi, I can't wait for the pasta. We're coming. We're flying back from L.A. to New York mm-hmm. after the iHeartRadio Music Awards, and we're gonna stop off in Santa Fe. And Gandhi's gonna stay with us. I invited Danielle, but she has a family. I know. Sorry, <laughs> I have to get back to the kids and the husband. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I'll be with my kids and husband. Yeah. It's, it's all the same person. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Daniel. Wow. Uh, we have Karamo Brown coming in. Uh, yeah. lo- uh, you love him from Queer Eye on Netflix, and uh, he now has a book. And I think it's so t- the timing's perfect here. I want to talk to him about having a book because mine's 
coming out someday. That's yes, right. you can ask all the questions. Tomorrow? I don't even know. We need to get an answer on this. I'm going to find out now. Okay. All right, Danielle, what do you have going on? All right, so yesterday was Jessica Beale's birthday, and it was so cute. Her hubby, Justin Timberlake, posted the cutest message on her Instagram, or actually on his Instagram. My partner in this thing called life, you're the most wonderful human I've ever met. And he goes on and on and on, and it was it's really, really cute. He, they love each other. I love that. It's yeah. adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yesterday, Wendy Williams was on her show. She's back. We miss Wendy. She was addressing the uh, the rumors about her marriage to Kevin Hunter and the fact that um, there was some infidelity involved. I want to shout out to my husband. I'm still wearing my ring. Yeah. Well, and anybody who's been married for five minutes or 500 years, you know, marriages have ebbs and flows. Marriages are not easy. <laughs> Don't ask me about mine until you see this gone. And it ain't going anywhere. Not in this lifetime. So great to have Wendy back. Yeah, and we I must, missed her. I must assume, uh, Wendy, and what we know of her and about her, that she... I bet she missed working a lot. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, so let's talk about Luke Perry. It's so sad. Passing away yesterday, 52 years old. He suffered a massive stroke on Wednesday, and he did not recover. There are so many amazing tributes from celebrities and people that know him, people that worked with him on 90210 or Riverdale, or people that just knew him as this amazing human being. So our best goes out, obviously, to his friends and family today. Uh, so somebody posted a fake Rihanna album made from previously unreleased Tracks. Was it good? It actually made it to number 67 on the okay. iTunes right. Worldwide album chart Very before nice. it got taken down. I'm so mad it got taken down because I, I saw that and was like, I'm going to go get it because I, I love Rihanna. And now yeah. it's too late. We can't yeah. get it. There's got to be another way It'll to get it. It'll be out there. I'll it was a total it. bootleg? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a bootleg. Just remember those bootleg uh, shirts we had at Jingle Ball? They were better than the shirts we were selling inside. <laughs> yeah, remember Scotty B? He went out there and tried to like get them from the scalpers like, guy. Shut the guy down? Yeah, he was not happy. <laughs> they were excellent. <laughs> Oprah <laughs> is getting some hate from Michael Jackson fans after she interviewed the accusers from leaving Neverland, uh, the documentary. And Bryce Harper just set a record for jersey sales that was previously held by LeBron James. Congratulations to Bryce Harper. Now we all need to get our hands on a Bryce Harper jersey. Hey, Phillies. Yep. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you. Karamo Brown. Not only uh, do we love him from Queer Eye on Netflix, but he has a new book out. It's out today. We'll talk to him all about it next. The official Instagram of The Morning Show. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. This is Elvis Duran in The Morning Show. So when it comes to dating, many people say, hey, love has gotten lost. But if you still believe in love, then Match is the app for you. Match has created millions of love stories. Plus, they've been number one in first and second dates and number one in marriages. Download the Match app for free today and find somebody who believes in love just like you do. I love listening to Elvis. I love listening to Elvis. I love, I love, I love, I love. They constantly keep us going in the morning. It's time to have fun. I love the exchange between them all. They have a good chemistry. Oh, I love all of them. I mean, I've eaten stuff out of the garbage, but it's usually my own garbage. Pull your tongue out of his mouth. It's natural. It's like raw. It's real. Elvis Duran in the morning show. I love every single one of them. Okay, here we go. Put your listening cap on. This is Elvis Duran. Did you hear that? She loves us because we have good chemistry. We do. <laughs> How you like that? Is that what this is? Yes. Uh, Karamo Brown, you know him from, gosh, many things, including Queer Eye on Netflix. Now he's in his own book out. Karamo, my story of embracing purpose, healing, and hope. We can all 
used uh, those things in Wait, our lives. Isn't sure. that the title of your book? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I should. I should steal that. Anyway, the book is available today. We're going to talk to him all about that next. He's a, such a such a sweetheart of a guy on the way. But let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Froggy, in beautiful South Florida. What's going on? So last night I'm online and I see the craze of if you throw your vans across the room, they will land you know, up, sold yeah. down, shoe up. So yep. I was trying it all over the place in the house with all different kinds of vans, and it's amazing. It works. Mm-hmm. So when you go home today, take your vans, toss them in the air, and they will land no matter what you do, well, well, hold on. Danielle, sold down. Danielle has her vans I brought on. my vans with me yeah, to do this. Try it right now, Danielle. It's witchcraft. It landed sold down. <laughs> it's so cool how it works. I don't know how. I don't know why. It's witchcraft. I know it is. You're like the cat of shoes. It is. It it's, is. Like, it's like a cat, but it's a shoe. I don't care what you do. If you just drop, almost if you drop them with the with the uh, tops down, it still rolls over to the yeah. side. Danielle, what's up with you? So um, it is our web girl Kathleen's birthday today. So happy birthday to her. But it is also somebody who doesn't work here anymore, Carla Marie. It's little oh. Carla Marie's birthday. She's not so little anymore. We love you, little sister Carla. So I wanted to shout out to her. No, she doesn't Hanging work here anymore. Seattle. She's still part of our family. No. She's yes. in the blood. We love our Carla. She left us. So. I love our Carla. Happy, happy birthday, Matt Carla Marie, and happy birthday, Web Girl Kathleen. Yes. Hey, uh, what's up, Gandhi? Um, I need you to intervene on an issue I'm having with producer Sam, if you don't mind. I'd love to intervene. Okay, thank you. So Danielle recommended some skincare stuff that is amazing. It's Kiehl's, and yesterday, Sam and I were at Sephora. We went through the long, long line, and as we were walking out, I saw it, and I was like, ooh, crap, don't want to get back in the long line. So Sam was like, oh, just take my bottle because I don't ever use it. I'm allergic to it and I, it's new. Take it. She won't let me pay her for it. Will you tell her to let me give her the money not for it? No, you don't have to. No, sorry, Gandhi. I'm sorry. I must rule on the side of uh, yeah. producer Sam on this. This was not how I wanted you Don't to be an a-hole. Let me be a friend. Don't don't be a, she don't didn't be buy a-hole. it for you. She just gave it to you. I know. Yeah, exactly. Pay her for it. Stop it. It's the best stuff. This did not go as I wanted it to Well, that was easy. In speaking of producer Sam, how are you today? I am so great because I love our reminders of how awesome the listeners of this show are. So I was walking home yesterday from our event with Gandhi and I hear, Gandhi, is that Gandhi? <laughs> and we look and in a car, someone sticking their head out the window. <laughs> I sell Gandhi out so quick. I start pointing and yelling, yeah, that's Gandhi. And she goes, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> and as she's driving by, she's yelling, I love you guys. I listened to the show. It's so cool to see you. And we're having a full conversation in the streets of New York with a passing car. It was just an awesome moment. Aww. That's awesome. So, fun. hey, Stephanie. See? Hi, girl. You do have someone who likes you out there. <laughs> Yay, that's the one. <laughs> hey, always say hi. You know, I, I was at the grocery store the other day, and these, these girls came up and said, you told us on the radio, never ignore you. Always come up and say yeah. hi. Yes. Always say hi to us. Always. Yeah, always. Always. All right, let's get to Karamo Brown. Bring in Karamo Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Karamo Brown. Thanks for coming in today. Are you kidding me? I'm happy to be here. So just imagine, you sit down and you write a book, and it's not that easy. You work with other people. It takes time. It takes thought. It's emotional. It's, it's, there's many things that go into writing a book. And then the day the book comes out, today is your day. It is today, and I am full of nerves, and I'm normally never full of nerves, but luckily I know how to manage my anxiety. But it, it's happy nerves. I mean, we always say the thin line between fright and and, and, uh, and uh, excitement yes. is you're right there in the middle. Right there. So let's start with, uh, so Karamo. You first met Karamo uh, on MTV, The Real World, Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Right? And uh, then Queer Eye on Netflix. You guys are about to do season three, right? Yeah, drops March 15th. Very excited about it. 
The trailer came out last night, and I'm in my hotel room, and I'm bawling, yeah. thinking, why am I crying? I was there. Yeah. yeah. They said a lot of, of people were crying yeah. watching the trailer. It's what the show does to yeah. us. Yeah. I know, but it, I think shows like that are just so important. It's important yeah. to cry. It's important to feel. 100%. I mean, that's what my whole book is about, of like going through a journey of healing and figuring out who you are, what you need to do to become a better person, and then getting to the place where you're like... Wait, um, the mic is moving with me. Oh, so <laughs> we're, having, we're having mic problems. Welcome to... <laughs> there we go. Welcome to radio. Yeah, thank you. Uh, okay, so let's go back to the book. It's yes. called Karamo, My Story of Embracing Purpose, Healing, and Hope. Let's break it down. You make it very simple to figure this out. Embracing Purpose. Yes. Talk about it. We all have dreams, every single one of us, but people look at us living our dreams and they don't realize that each and every single one of us had a whole bunch of struggles before we got to this place. Mm -hmm. And they're like, how do I get there? How do I get over the fact that I don't have enough money? I don't know what to do. I don't even know who to ask. In this book, I show you exactly how to do it because I had to go through that process. All right. Healing. Um, With healing, there was a lot of turmoil in my childhood just from coming from immigrant parents and living in Texas and Florida and people saying I'm different and that I'm not good enough to the place where when I finally start to let people into my life regarding my sexuality, I don't use the term coming out, then they all of a sudden started saying, well, because you're gay, you can't do this, you can't do that. And so I had to heal myself from all of those negative narratives and find space in myself to say, you know what? I'm still going to be great. I'm still going to be happy, and I'm going to have a life that I want to have. And what's beautiful about a story like this is it it doesn't have to be that you're gay. It could be that you are whatever people have assigned you to be. They put you in a corral and say you can only be that and nothing else. And so I think it's so great to have a story, like your story, to relate to. Okay, what about hope? Hope is what we all hope for for this country, for ourselves, for our families. A lot of times people, I was almost, they, they poop on our, um, <laughs> almost cussed right there. They, they poop on our dreams and our hope. And right. you know what I mean? Like, And we get to a place where we just don't know how to find that hope back. Because when people have beaten you down every single day at work, in your family, you get to a place where you're like, why? You might still be going through the emotions of each day, but you don't know how to really feel happy about it. And I was at that space, and I had to pick myself back up so that I could have hope for tomorrow. And now I wake up hopeful, like hopeful that people will buy this book. (laughs) Was there one moment where you looked at everything going on in your life when everything was going on, and you go, I need to make a change. I need to do something now. Yeah, it's the day that I found out that I was a father. You know, like, my journey to fatherhood was, like, very unexpected. Wait, well, you found out you were a father. Yeah. How, how old was your child? Nine when I found what? out. What? Yes. Okay. And how did that happen? So, I, know. Well, I mean, how did that no, <laughs> happen? How did you find out? How did you, you find out? So, men and women, they get together. No, we're no. joking. We're joking. We're joking. Um, so, at 15, my first and only girlfriend, she and I, um, she was like, you want to lose your virginity to each other? And I was like, sure. It happened. It lasted two minutes. And I was like, I don't ever want to do that again. Oh, my God. Um, By the way, I must say, uh, compared to my story, the same thing. uh, You lasted two minutes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. What a stud. (laughs) So as that point happened, I was like, you know what? I am going to... Let's go ahead and be friends. And um, we continue to be friends, best friends. But she moved away. And this is before the advent of technology as we know it today. You know, this is 1995. So when she moved, uh, she was gone. And I never thought of her again. 
Fast forward to 10 years later, almost 11 years later, I'm coming home from an MTV event after the real world, high out of my mind because I was in this swirl of like drugs and liquor and feeling like I had to be the party guy to keep up with this um, quote unquote fame that I was given. And there was a stack of papers on my doorstep for back child support for uh, this child I didn't know about. And at first I thought I was being punked. Do you remember the show? I was like, I was like Ashton Kutcher's in my house. (laughs) So I went downstairs and changed clothes because I wanted to see Ashton Kutcher. And I was like, Oh, he's in my house. We're going to meet. We're going to be Look friends. I'm going to convince that you're on <laughs> punk. I'm on punk. Oh, um, and I walked in the house and nobody was in there. And I was like, well, this was somebody else's paperwork. Threw it down, but looked at it later and saw my name, then her name. And I froze because I hadn't seen her name since we were 15 years old. And then underneath that, I saw my son's name and then had to go on this journey back to Texas, where I'm from, to find out if I am the father and then met him. And then got custody. But can you imagine being this oh. druggy, alcoholic? Yes. Uh, yes, you know? <laughs> got 26-year-old who's wow. lost, in a sense, now thrusted into the point of, I have to be a father. And I have to do better for not yeah. only myself, but for my kid. And that's part of the journey I talk about in this book of, like, if I can handle that... if I can handle that with the tools and tips I give you in this book you can handle whatever's going on in your life if you're just turning us on Karamo Brown is here his new book is called uh, Karamo the story of embracing purpose healing and hope Uh, this is kind of creepy but I have to talk to you about something yes where where in Texas are you from Houston okay I'm from Dallas yeah Uh, and you were how old when you uh, got your girlfriend pregnant 15 I was 16 really uh, oh. when were you in your cocaine days? Um, in Houston? No. In, you, in New York? You know, yeah, like everywhere. Yeah. Every, anywhere it was available. All yeah. right, well, pick up my book. Uh, you'll read about those days. Hold, are you, so could have our paths crossed? At some point? I, I, I'm much older than you. Keep that in mind. No. Uh, listen, I have this daddy thing. So like, there's a, hey, there's a, there's a, there's a, I don't want to be a, a bear or a daddy. No, I heard you earlier say that you're you're a pterodactyl. You are nowhere. Okay, you're still in hot status. All right? so He's weird. engaged. Behave. Uh, d- daddies, bears. Anyway, well, I, I will tell you, Karamo. Uh, when they told me you, you wanted to come on the show because of the book, which is like officially out today. Yes. I mean, it's it's a big day for Karamo. I was like, well, God, I'm writing this book, too. I want to talk to him about what it was like. Because my point when I decided to write a book was everyone has a book in them. Uh-huh. Everyone has that story, and we can all learn from it. I think your book is more uh, something we can learn from, and mine is more of just a story. But <laughs> what was it like sitting down? Because I think I know the answer, but I want everyone to hear this. When someone interviews you to talk about, or someone talks to you about what you have done, these stories, they collect these stories, and then it's all written up, then you read it for the first time, it freaks you out a little bit. Completely. Because you're reading about you, but it's in story form, <laughs> and you really get to know yourself a lot. Uh, completely. I, it was, it's like, it's the same way I felt like the when I was 22 and I started watching the episodes of Real World back. It's mm-hmm. like, you're looking at your life and you're like, is that me? Did I did I just do that crazy stuff? And you're like, oh, that is me. You know what I mean? It's it's really weird. You you go through life and you, you think you know you. You yeah. think that you you can predict what you're going to do next. You don't really. I How? mean, your friends sometimes through their lens 
Yeah. Can tell you who you are better than you can. Now, yeah. obviously, neither of you are going to put everything in the book. No. Actually, how- I did. You did? Whoa. I put Funny. every single thing. Oh, because yeah. I was going to say, how do you sit there and go, mm, you know <laughs> I was what? like, no. Maybe I shouldn't put this in, you no, know? No. See, that was one of the big things for me is that I said, for me, and the fact that I was trying to give people advice. You said you're not giving advice. For me, you know, be, yeah, you know, being a psychotherapist, I was like, I'm going to do people a disservice if I'm not giving them all of the parts of my life and mm-hmm. really being completely transparent. So I dive in for everything. Oh, wow. And that was really harder for more people around me, like my family, friends, because they were like, oh, you dropping my drama too? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, uh, well, you were there. You know what I yeah. mean? You shouldn't have been the one doing it with me. But I did get permission from everyone before I put it in. But I thought it was important for people to see like, a lot of times when we get stuck in these moments that we can't grow through, mm. it's because of the people around us. And how do you get to a space where you can evaluate who's around you and say, you know what? Time for you to go. Time for you to go. I'm going to love you from a distance and you I need to bring closer. Well, this is wow. important news for everyone to learn. I mean, mm-hmm. we're all going through that. And you know what? Even though you're writing about it, your life is still far from over and you're still going to have to yeah. make these corrections through your life. Yeah. Uh, are, you know? are we in your book? Because um, we're not in Elvis's book. <laughs> yes, you are. I just want to say Yes, you are. And I'm going to learn. I'm going to love you from afar. <laughs> so asking for a friend, yes. what was it about the people that you decided, I'm going to let you go or you go or love you from afar that made you say, eh, this might not be for me right now? I realized that there were some people that when we would talk, Every time we would have a conversation, it was either full of gossip, full of negativity, or there was just never anything positive where I felt like they're planting some type of seed in me to grow. And it's like really evaluating that. And a lot of times, those people are the fun people to be around. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? On a Saturday night, a cocktail, you're who I want to be around. But on a Tuesday morning, when I'm like trying to figure out how to actually better myself, solve a problem in my family, solve a problem with my kids, you might not be the person I want to be around. So it's it's okay to set boundaries with the people who have been in your life for 10, 20 years or have been in your life for a day. And that's what I had to learn. You know, Karamo, uh, and this is something I tell my, my family here every day. There's there, One of the great things I love about being the oldest guy in the room is I have learned the power of being able to say the word no. Amen. I have learned the power of being able to say, hey, when you get your life together, then you can work on mine, but not until then. Okay. You know, so my, my point is this. Why do you have to wait until you reach a certain level of maturity or age on this planet in order to live this way? Yeah. That's why I think what Karamo's talking about in the book, it's great to know if, if you're 21. Right. You know, why wait till you're 54, whatever I am, to learn these things about life? It's true. Unless well, you have to go through them yourself and you know go through the pain and agony. Uh, yeah. Well, the culture we tell kids be seen but not heard. Don't speak back. Don't talk up. Your opinion doesn't matter. And so as you get older, that sticks with you. Also in our culture, we tell women, like, you can't speak up. You know, if you do, you're now the B word or you are emotional. And so what happens is you start to feel like I have to accept certain things in order to continue the life that I want. And that is the absolute false fact of your life. I want to read this book. Yeah. And, too. I, and, I, and this is day one. Karamo Brown. Uh, it's Karamo, my story of embracing purpose, healing, and hope. If you're here in New York City, uh, you'll be at Barnes & Noble Union Square tonight at 7. Yeah. I will be. So I want to... <laughs> I was told, get ready, the worst day of your life is when you have to sign 8,000 books. <laughs> I don't, I don't Writer's cramp. 
know. I just found out my my pre-sale starts tomorrow. Okay. So, <laughs> Yay. Wow. I know. It's kind of crazy. That's so cool. But look, you know, Karamo's story is is much more focused on helping you live a better life through his life lessons. Uh, mine's more of a story about me and funny. There are there are some things to learn. Yeah, yeah. there's a few things. But I I want to read your book. I yeah. think we could all use a healthy dose of. All I of hope that. there's a skin <laughs> section in your book because you have the most beautiful skin. Thank you, love. You're I welcome. appreciate that. Oh, on your way in here, all of the men were abuzz. <laughs> Brody decided that you're his type. <laughs> so, yeah, good job. And you smell great. And Thank you smell you. great. So I'm coming back. Can I move? Can I move in here? No, wait, well, like seriously. So, so we're being that friend that is your cheerleader. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know you've got to run, but hold on. Season three of uh, Queer Eye Netflix. Yeah, uh, we we always we already yeah. know there's emotional stuff going on there because that's what this run of Queer Eye is all about. Yeah, I mean, anything you want to tell us that we could learn from this season? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to go back to that book signing. I've started already signing books, and oh, you just, cheated. Yeah, I've already started. <laughs> yeah, I've already started pre-signing them. But what I've done in some of the books, I'm actually putting my phone number. So if someone wants to call me for advice, brave move, right? Oh, so cool. if you come out to the book signing, you might get that book with my ah, telephone number. We call that two iPhones. Yeah, yeah exactly. But with season three, I think. <laughs> Um, I think the thing that's great about season three is that we are a year ago the five of us didn't know each other and even though we have great chemistry it's been a big success you can see the evolution of five people who have now truly fallen in love with each other truly know each other and truly are just on a mission to help each other I mean help other people we I mean like the trailer does nothing for like the fun the emotion it's the best season yet I'm I think proud of it. I think of the guys from Queer Eye as being uh, superheroes they each have a different power mm-hmm. but now you've been together uh, you're on season 3 now you yeah. understand each other's powers better yeah. and you can help focus to help people we're like captain planet actually when are we going to get a lesbian on Queer Eye um, well, Whoa. we we have one on this season. Yeah, you did. A yeah, queer girl this season. This season, yeah. season three, we've helped okay. our first lesbian, and oh, she yeah. is phenomenal. It's about time. Yes. Hello. <laughs> uh, and I, I want you to explain. It, uh-huh. Everyone says you know Karamo Brown is the cultural expert. What does that mean? It's um, in, your, in your definition. I know what it means. Yeah, it means they were lazy and did a throwback to a category that I no longer do. Like they did culture because the original Fat Five had a culture guy, right? And so, and he, Jay Rodriguez, he's phenomenal. He was on Broadway. He acted, um, and so he was culture. Me, I am a mental health expert, and so my job is to fix the hearts and minds. And I do that in the book. I do that on the show. But the culture title is misleading. And I, unfortunately, I think so too. Yeah, That's I've why said, I was like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, I've said, call me, I've said, call me the show's counselor, therapist, whatever you want to. But you know what? I realize that no matter what they call me, I'm showing up for other people. And people are healing. They're growing. And that's all that matters to me. So know that as you watch season three. Now, once again, Karamo Brown. It's Karamo, my story of embracing purpose, healing, and hope. Three of the many things we should be doing every day. It's available today. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah, I appreciate you all. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast with Garrett and gossip columnist Rob Shooter. We go to Victoria's Secret to see the models. Uh, Leo does it as a reminder of who he hasn't dated yet. (laughs) It's true. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast. New episodes every week on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I know you've heard about the hot new Samsung Galaxy S10. It's an absolute game changer. Pre-order yours through March 7th and get a pair of Galaxy Buds for free. If you pre-order on Samsung.com, you get up to $550 on eligible trade-ins. 
the Samsung Galaxy S10. Be the first. It's true. Greg T's here with a topic train. Yes. We'll hop into that in a second. We've got sound with Garrett. Thank you again to Karamo Brown. Uh, I can't imagine what it's like on book day. Like, today's the day your book is officially out. Yeah. I'm so excited because apparently tomorrow is your pre-sale. Yeah, well, I was told it was Wednesday the 6th. So does that mean that tomorrow we find out the name of it and we can go order it? Yes. I'm so excited. I think. Oh, I can't wait to order it. I think. we got to find out. Yeah, hey, we do. Uh, hey, hey, Andrew. Call and see if my book's on sale tomorrow. Is it going to be called The Elvis Duran Show? I love you guys so much. It's, it's all about Danielle Monero. <laughs> it's all about all of Can us. You call... I think it's called Elvis Duran. I love my coworkers. <laughs> Will you call Mitch and yep. see if tomorrow's the day definitely for you pre-sale? You got it. I'll talk to him now. All right. Thank you. This is so exciting. How are you not more excited about I'm this? I'm excited. I have a guy named Mitch. Oh, yay. <laughs> Never had a Mitch before. You know I this want Mitch you to know. is great. What? Brody's over here working against you telling me I should not buy the book because there's no mention of your name in the book. I know it. Yes, your, your name is in the book. I, first of all, I don't care. I'm still oh, buying the I book. I said she doesn't get a copy for free because she's not in the book. No, oh, no, you're in the book. <laughs> I wouldn't everyone, care. Everyone here, get, everyone here gets a copy. Everyone, right. Oh, we do? <laughs> okay, but, but I'm buying it. No, but I'm going to make it like I do on iTunes. I'm going to buy it anyways to support. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You I'm need the money. Yeah, Daddy needs the cash. I was just going to say, I'm not, I don't want to be a suck-up or a brown nose or anything. I'm too late. Hey, I'm I have brown nose every day. I'm, I'm going to buy one for everyone for Christmas. This will be just in time. It'll be dropping for the holidays. This is a great stocking stock. Scary, we'll have crates of them up here. Yeah. Scary's going to use them to give away so you can get in through these Can I tell you? I'm about to give you a big publishing secret. What? And I just learned this. You know how we have, we have radio secrets? Yeah. Publishing secrets. So it's up to me to go to friends who work for big companies and have them buy crates of books to hand out to their employees. Oh. But that makes the numbers go up. Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? I bet that, yeah. They oh, I heart. I heart. You know what? We may, we, may, we may go out of business just paying for all these books. You need to have a little order form. Like, all the people who come in here with their Girl Scout cookie forms, this is their time to make it up to you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so I think pre-sales tomorrow, I'll let you know. Don't you think if you went up to people and said, please buy my book, they, they'd have to. You, they can't tell you no. Well, She's right. This is like a good guilt thing. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's another <laughs> scammy thing. This is all internal. So pre-sale is tomorrow, but the book doesn't officially come out till fall, right? Okay. Uh-huh. So, in, so because I want as many people to buy the book as possible before the bad reviews get out there. <laughs> Because you know, because once people start reading it, and they give it like one out of five stars. Like, yeah. who's going to want to buy that clunker? It's going right. to be on sale somewhere. Do we get an early edition? No. You think it'll oh. be on the bestseller list? I, yes. I, I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. Gonna I'm going to buy enough okay, copies, okay. so it is. Why is everyone yelling? Are you going to do the interview circuit? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. But everyone in this room has a book. This is in exciting. Them. I want oh. you all to sit down and think about what you. Everyone listening to our show right now. Think about what you would talk about in your book. You 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 may in the beginning say, ah, I really don't have much to talk about. Start thinking about the stories in your life that made you who you are today. I bet you'll be surprised. But how do we go about writing a book? I've always wondered, like, how do you do that? How did you go about writing a book? Well, well I don't know. Write a book. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I have someone who helped you. Help me write it. Are well, you going to sign our books like you sign our birthday card? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brody just hired a book agent. He knows what I'm talking about. You did? About. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Brody, wow. tell us how you do it. Writing a book. Brody's got a book That's in him. That's awesome. All right. Uh, let me tell you what we're going to do here. We're going to do sound here, and then at the end of sound, we're going to uh, give you the topic train topics. Then we're going to take a break and come back and have all the calls ready to go. You like that, Roundhead? Oh. I like whatever you like. 
You don't even know what I just said. Yes, I do. You're going to do sound first, then yeah. you're going to solicit, then you're going to come back and do it. Now, if it was my show, I would do things differently, but that's really up to you. But okay. it's not. Well, thank you. No, okay, well, let me ask you. No, no. To be fair, how would you do it differently? Let's let's uh, let's investigate. Well, I mean, obviously, Topic Train's a very big deal, so I would solicit now, then I would do the sound, then I would come back to finish up Topic Train. Oh, Topic Train's a big deal? Oh. Of course that, it wait, is. Wait, wait, is it more of a big deal than sound? <laughs> Absolutely. Have you seen the research? Well, I can only imagine. It's probably through the roof. It is. It's in the trash. All right. Uh, Whose roof? That's the question. Anyway. No, we're doing sound here, Scary. Scary, you just sit there and look pretty. Or just sit there. Uh, I'm kidding. You're pretty. What? Uh, Wait. Come here. Yes, Andrew. Come to the microphone. What's what's that? The pre-sale. Is tomorrow. All right. Okay. Yay! Here we go. So I guess at midnight tonight, Woo-hoo! Amazon pushes a button. Yeah, we're going to work all those details out this way. It's as soon as possible. You could just pre-order it. I better come up with a name. Now, do you get yeah. more money if I buy a hard copy versus on my digital device? I, I don't know the answer to this. Okay. Your Kindle? I want you to get maximum fundage. I don't know. Is it on Kindle? Yeah. It is? Well, I mean, when you pre-order it, it'll be available in the, the hardcover and the, and the digital. You know what else I have to do? I have to read it. I have to do the book on the, the Audible. Oh, that's exciting. Is it? Yes. Yeah, can I audition for that? Maybe I could do the reading. Yes. <laughs> and the Great. voice of Elvis Duran. Greg T. should do the Audible recording of my book. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. You, you, in my, you're a voice to my words. I would be messing up all the words. All right, so like, I'm kind of nervous. Pre, pre-sale is really tomorrow? Yeah. <gasps> it's so I double exciting. All right, all right, all right. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's get into sound with Garrett. All right, Garrett. Remember, All right, let's like start. I said, everyone has a book in them. You're listening to us right now. You have a story. You have chapters of your life that led you to become who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important you realize that. It's good. It's good to sometimes look at your own life. You learn from yourself. It's it's weird. Trust me on this. I did. I'm going to write Will one. you stay up at midnight tonight to pre-order your own book? No, I'm not going to. Oh, do it. <laughs> Why not? Or is no. that like All liking right. your own uh, picture? Let's talk about well, The sorry, Bachelor. What was that? I said, or is that like liking your own picture? Yeah, I, I can't like my own picture. Okay. All right. Uh, let's start with The Bachelor last night. Everyone's talking about this. We're not ruining anything. It's been in the promos all season long. But Colton was down to the final three, decided to jump over a fence and run away from the show last night. Can you imagine <laughs> that the person uh, you're trying to date or whatever... Can't stand you so much they jump over a fence to get rid of you. <laughs> that jump the fence. Let me start it over. He just jumped the fence. Is there a button that opens a gate? Bolton! Open the fence, guys. Open the fence. Bolton! Bolton! So they're chasing him? They can't find him because the gate was it's one of those electronic gates where it slowly opens up and he hopped over it. So they couldn't find the button. That's a fire hazard to have a gate that doesn't open like that. He almost burned the bachelor. It it sounds like a horror movie where they're like, we can't find him. We hear their dogs barking. Uh, Ariana Grande's thank you next. We know what it sounds like. Here's the beginning. All the guys she's dated and been with. Yes. So Kids Bop put out their version, but they took out all the names and just made it very, very generic. Oh, God. Right? We'll see what Kids Bob did to it. They took out all the names. Yeah, very generic. Just insert your own name there. Uh, so there was a flight that was delayed because a passenger got kicked off because he was upset he wasn't getting fish on his flight. Really? 
One passenger tweeting, our flight AC-118 was turned around on the runway and returned to gate due to an unruly passenger that didn't get the meal he wanted. CTV has spoken to three passengers who say the man in business class became verbally abusive after he was informed he couldn't have fish for dinner. The man was escorted off the plane. Air Canada says by then the crew was too close to their duty day limits, so a new crew had to be found. And the flight ended up landing around five hours late. He wanted fish. I get it. I mean, you know. Salmon's not worth that, though. I know. Hello. Uh, all right, Nick Lachey. If is, Red Lobster had an airline, you know what I I'm saying? I would fly that. Oh. Nick Lachey is, uh, covered Dan and Chase tequila. Sounds like this. I can still shut down a party. Sounds good. I can hang with anybody. Nick Lachey. What a voice. So I was, uh, speaking of Dan and Shay, uh, they actually crashed a wedding to perform their latest song, Speechless. We're going to John, uh, huge congratulations to you guys, but we were actually in town, I wanted to sing this song for you in person, so. Can you imagine if Dan and Shay crashed your wedding? <laughs> or is that bad? Does I think it's good. Awesome. It has to be good. Does the bride feel upstaged? No. <laughs> Get out of here. And, and this is kind of cool. So I watched uh, CBS Sunday Morning. Hosier was on. And they did a great uh, piece about him. He has a new album out. It's probably going to be number one this week. It's called Wasteland Baby. But I play the music video uh, game where you listen to his uh, a song like his latest, uh, which is called Almost, and you start putting a story behind the song as you're walking around town. The same kind of music. So just walking around New York City, I started putting a story together like this guy was going to go see his girlfriend because he had flowers in it, and I tried to figure out what he did wrong. Do you ever do that? Do you listening to a song and you feel like you're in the video of yeah. the song? Always, especially if it's raining outside and I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> Stick my head up against the glass. Very cool. You're a good American. Thank, Thank you Garrett. so much. Garrett, everyone. Garrett. Garrett. Absolutely. Now, Greg T., you ready to roll? Of course I am, Elvis. All right, we have found topics yeah. in the mind of Greg T., the frat boy. And mine only. <laughs> Let's see if they're relatable. Greg T., topic train. Please call in. Some of them are uh, deeper than others. After every topic presented, we'll give you the number. You call us up and let's discuss. First of all, guacamole. Seriously, guacamole. How much do you love or dislike guacamole? Now, I happen to love guacamole. I give it an eight and a half out of ten. Some people, they just can't stand it. And I want to know why. Why don't you like it? If you like it, then you'll say it correctly. It's not moly. What is it? It's mole, guacamole. Mole. Well, that's the fancy way of saying it. No, I just say it. No, that's the way they say it. All right, so how do you feel about guacamole? 1-800. And why does it turn brown? Okay. Well, oh, yeah, it turns brown very quickly. Yeah. Because it's poop. No, it's, it's not. not Moving along. we got to move, guys. 1-800-242-0100. Next topic, what kept the house up? All right, so listen. You know, there's so many people that they come into work or school, and they're late and they're tired. They seem to always have this crazy excuse, and the excuse usually goes like this. Oh, my God, I was up so late last night because... So I want to know, what was it that kept the entire house up all night long, causing you to go to work or school exhausted? Oh, nightmares. Yeah. I had the weirdest <laughs> nightmares. 1-800-242-0100. Why were you up all night? Uh, next topic, backstage. So you love, love, love this band or artist so much that you managed to sneak backstage during a concert to see 
who, where, when, how, I want to know, did you meet them? Did you see them? How did you actually sneak in there? Mm-hmm. What did you do? How do you get backstage? Seriously. In our shows, you can't. No. no. You don't want to be backstage. I know. one 800 How'd you get backstage? Uh, next topic, the library. So, Elvis, your assistant, Andrew, he was just telling me that libraries are now on the rise in popularity. He said that people are actually throwing small parties inside libraries. So, I want to know, when was the last time that you were in a library and why? And what did you do in the library? That actually is a great question. When was the last time you were in a library? Oh, A for public me, library. Two weeks ago. Really? New York Public Library. All right. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. All right. Call us now. 800-242-0100. Finally, entered by a cell phone. You know, there's messages everywhere. <laughs> Do not walk and text at the same time. You may hurt yourself. So I want to know, when texting and walking, how did you hurt yourself? And, or or other ways. Like somebody told me that they dropped the phone on their face yeah, when, when they when were laying on their back. Like on your back in <laughs> yeah. bed. I do. <laughs> I do that all the time. I got a, a black eye from that once. All right. Yeah. How do you? Uh, how have you entered yourself with your phone? 1-800-242-0100. All right. Um, uh, fine. Get calls lined up. We'll yep. be at your calls coming up next. With your calls. <laughs> what are you doing? Let me push that button. Okay, hold on. Let me what are you doing? Scary's reaching over and pushing my buttons. It's like, <laughs> do you hate? Don't you hate it when you're driving your car and the passenger, the person in the passenger seat honks your horn? <laughs> yeah, that's really awful. Don't you honk my horn? Scary. That's my horn. <laughs> Scary. Sorry, you honked my horn. Sorry. All right, thank you. <laughs> we'll be right back. Some of these people are just stupid. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Uh, 23 and me. You think you know you? Oh, you don't know you. <laughs> That's why with 23 and me, you can learn that your genes say a lot about your health. With 23 and me, we've all learned we can receive more than 125 personalized insights on our health, our traits, all sorts of stuff. You go beyond the ancestry. Where am I from? Okay, well, you know that now. Now it's time to discover the connection between your DNA and let's say your genetic weight, your deep sleep, your alcohol flush reaction. Do you flush your alcohol? <laughs> uh, caffeine consumption, much more. It's all in your DNA. Buy your DNA kit at 23andMe.com slash Elvis. That's the number 23andMe.com slash Elvis. Do it today. It's a lot of fun. Again, 23andMe.com slash Elvis. Here we go. Break these down, big train. Please call in. start with Stella. Stella, which of Great Tea's topics are you calling about on the topic train? Yeah. Guacamole. Oh, Stella, <laughs> why don't you like it? Do you like it? I freaking love it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love guacamole. On yeah. a scale of yeah. 1 to 10, 10 being the best, what do you give it? Obviously a 10. Yeah! 10! And my mom makes the best guacamole. Like, it's good at some places. Like, Chipotle has decent guacamole, but my mom makes the best. Yeah. All right. I like it when they do it table side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can watch them do it. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay, uh, good. It's a very simple question. So it's, it's an easy to digest question, but right. I'm glad you're, you're yeah. taking part. Thank you, Stella. Yes, thank you. Love right. listening to you guys every morning. Thank you. Thank you. Go have some guacamole for lunch. Uh, let's see. This is David. David, welcome to Great Tea's Topic Train. How you doing? Hey-o! Hey-o! We, we haven't hi-o'd in a long time. No, we haven't. So which of Great T's topics are you calling about? Guacamole? No, texting and getting hurt while texting. Oh, what happened? Yeah. You're not supposed to do that, you know. Yeah, how did your phone hurt you? Yeah, I was texting, walked right into a street parking sign, cut my head open, I had to get <gasps> 10 stitches. Oh! oh. That's... 
that's a bad one. That's awful. Wow. That is not funny. Why that are you laughing? Yeah, why are you laughing? <laughs> I can just imagine. Stop laughing. No. Stop <laughs> laughing. This is David. This is one of our favorite listeners. You're yeah. making fun of it. Don't make fun of David. I'm sorry, David. My Poor apologies. David. Sorry. Yeah, well, are you doing this topic just so you can laugh no, at people? No, it just sounded funny. Could you imagine him walking and he hits the street sign? Well, he got, he had to go get stitches. I imagine no, blood terrible. everywhere. All right. It Thank you, terrible. David. I, I apologize sorry. on behalf of all of us. Uh, this is Nikki. Hey, Nikki. Hey, good hey, morning. Well, good morning. Welcome to the show. Now, which of Greg T's topics are you calling about? Uh, well, I'm calling about backstage meeting a rock star, but I did not meet him backstage. Oh, okay. So my, my favorite band in high school was Yellow Card. Yeah. And when I moved to Jacksonville, that's where they're from. And I met my fiance at a work event, and he played bass for Yellow Card. And now I get married next February. You're getting married to the bass player from Yellow Card. That's hot. Wow. What's, yeah. his, what's his and name? We have, we've been backstage at other shows together, just not his. No. <laughs> what's your husband's name? Well, Peter. And he would kill me if he knew I was doing this because he hates attention. But right. I love him so much. Oh. He's in a rock band. He loves yeah. attention. <laughs> All right, Nikki. Thank you very much. Congratulations. So it wasn't backstage technically. But, but how cool. And now she's getting married to the bassist of Yellow Card. I know. Hello, That's pretty neat. Tisha, welcome to Greg T's Topic Train. Which topic are you calling about? Guacamole. Ooh, Tisha. Go. All right, Tisha, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, how much do you like guacamole? I hate guacamole. Oh. 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 You're not alone. There are many who agree with you. Yep. Why don't you Me like too, it? Tisha. What is it about it? Uh, it's the texture. I hate anything with texture like mashed potatoes, uh, hummus, oatmeal, These are anything like things. that. It's, it's like that lumpy soft. texture. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. like talking about it makes my jaw swell. Well, you know what's great about it? If you don't like it, that's more for us. So we're happy. We're happy. Well, Tisha, let me ask you, on the other side, what is it you love that most of your friends hate? Um, I kind of eat like a five-year-old, so I like like the Chef Boyardee, like raviolis and spaghettios and meatballs. Mm. We love beef (laughs) aroni. Yeah, so good. Mm, (laughs) Delicious. All right, Tisha, thank you. What are those, the, the Franks and beans in the can? Oh, I need some God. of those. Mm. It's like wieners, like beanie weenies. Beans and wieners? No. They, don't oh, they have beanie? Don't beanies they, and wieners. Beanie weenies. Yeah, yeah beanie weenies. Yeah, they used to call beanie weenies yeah. was the name. Uh, I felt like Alex Trebek. Ooh, sorry. The answer was, <laughs> what is beanie weenies? <laughs> uh, hey, Kristen, it's Greg T's Topic Train. Which topic are you calling about? Hi, I'm calling about the library. Oh, okay. So for real, what? when was the last time you were at a library and why'd you go there? Yesterday and because of my kids. I'm going to go today and tomorrow because of my kids. (laughs) Well, did you know, and I read this uh, a few moments ago, millennials are the most library-loving generation. I never would have guessed that. Look, you know, a lot of people like going to the gym, like going to brunch. I'm reading in this article that millennials are loving the public library. So just when you thought they were done, they're not. I love that. I got to tell you, you know, they, the libraries today are different than the libraries when we, when I was little, at least. There's something for everyone. I mean, my, my eight-year-old is like the classic bookworm, so she goes for the classic reasons. I've got a four-year-old, and he loves the games and the music and movement classes that they have. Right. My 12-year-old goes for the video games. You can actually rent out a video game console and rent out video games. And I go for the cafe because they have cafes. <laughs> they have coffee. There's a cafe. Yeah, there's a Starbucks you right now, you know, in a lot of these places. Everyone. Libraries have always been and yeah. will continue to be sort of a community center. I mean, really? it's more than just a bunch Your of books. Story. It's more than the Decimi yeah. uh, system. Decimi Dewey Decimal System. Wow. I love right. libraries. Well, thank you. That was great. How neat is that? My problem is I always get told to shh. 
Well, because oh, you're loud. I bet. <laughs> maybe maybe she can see it. put a cork in it. <laughs> hey, uh, Nicole, how you doing? Hi, how are you? We're doing Love well. You guys. Well, welcome to Greg T's Topic Yo. Train. Which of his topics are you calling about? Getting backstage at a concert. Ooh, who'd you go oh, see? Yeah. How'd you get backstage? Uh, it was many years ago. It was Lit, No Doubt, and Black Eyed Peas. Ooh, that's a good concert. Um, my friend started flirting with this guy who ended up being No Doubt's personal trainer. Oh. Um, he gave us backstage passes. We went, hung out with the band. Um, and then they were like, oh, you should come to tomorrow night's show. And we're like, we don't have tickets. So they put us on No Doubt's guest list with backstage passes. Look at you. That's you see, a cool story. Keep in mind, yeah. Nicole, when we go backstage, it's because we're working. Yeah. They make us go backstage. I would do anything to be outside watching a show and not allowed to go backstage. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> wow. a cool story. That's a cool story. <laughs> I know, but those are cool bands, too. Nicole, thanks for listening to us. Yeah. Thanks for sharing it. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, let me take a couple more, and then we have a very special surprise. Ooh. Hello, Robert. Robert, Robert, are you there? Yes. Yeah, Robert, guacamole, yes or no? Oh, no, no, no. no. He doesn't like it. <laughs> what is it about it? I don't get it. A lot of people but, don't like know, it. Now, what do you? what is it you don't like about it? Guacamole is creamy. It's got a lot of fat content. Mm-hmm. So does butter, but I'm not going to eat a stick of butter. <laughs> but this is good <laughs> fat for you. Okay, 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 let me, okay Greg T., no yes. offense. Don't ask people to give their opinion and then yell at them for giving their opinion. But I don't want to hear about it if he doesn't like it. But I don't want to hear if he likes it. Sh- See, Robert, the things you hate about guacamole are the things I love about guacamole. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's cool. I'm in. I'm in. Robert, you're not alone. Thanks for listening to us, though. Thank you. Thank you. And finally, we talked to Katie. Hey, Katie. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Now, which of Greg T's uh, topics are you calling about? I'm calling about the how did your cell phone hurt you. Ooh. Yeah. So what did it do to you? Okay, so this was back in high school. Um, I'm from Arroyo Grande, California. And I went to uh, high school with Zach Efron. This was before he was even big. And it was my first cell phone. I was walking and trying to show it off to impress him. And I walked right into a stop sign pole. (laughs) I bet he would still remember that. I mean, how do you forget when someone does that? So you you ran into a stop sign pole because of Zach Efron. <laughs> it was his. I guess it was his fault. Not really the cell phone. Right. right. All right. Well, <laughs> gotcha. thanks for sharing. See, this is why we should always have video rolling yeah. at all times. Yes. Right. All right. Thank you, Greggy. Thank you, Katie. You got it. Thank have a good you. Day. And there's your topic. Trump. All right. Nice. All right. Hey, web girl Kathleen, come here. <sighs> this disappoints me. Why? Well, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Hey. Happy birthday to you. Web girl hey. Kathleen's Happy birthday. birthday. a cake she wanted a platter of vegetables yeah, yeah. Yes. i love that go, girl. it looks delicious doesn't it i'm so excited <laughs> is there any dip though it looks like a bunch of dry vegetables. no there is dip in the middle okay, it's cool. underneath yeah that's where i like my dip on the bottom <laughs> i mean how can we write happy birthday on crudite you can. i'll just i'll take a little sharpie and write on one of the zucchinis yeah. <laughs> happy birthday thank happy you birthday. very much thank we you thank you. you love you more i may have a little zucchini okay oh, this yeah. is good zucchini here's where's the card i have it right here okay as you know i write what I always write in birthday cards. Mm-hmm. But I write it gently. It's my favorite sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, we're broke Kathleen. Yes, Thank you. Thank you. Now, by the way, if you saw the pictures of us do, uh, rolling sushi at ice yesterday, mm. uh, Alex and I held up uh, this beautiful plate of gorgeously rolled sushi. Yeah. That was Kathleen's. It's yeah, a prop plate. It was, it was prop sushi. I'm there... ready to quit my job and be a sushi, uh, sushi chef. Please. You did a good job. I wouldn't do that quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. 
Did you miss part of today's show? Let's back this truck up a little bit. Open the iHeartRadio app and hear everything you missed with Elvis Duran On Demand. We call this a teachable moment. Mm. Full versions of every show posted every day. Just search Elvis Duran On Demand only on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. My crazy work hours can make it hard to get a good night's rest. If you're like me and have looked for a sleep aid that doesn't make you groggy, you've got to try the new Zequel Pure Z's Melatonin Gummies. They're great and they're drug-free, so you can fall asleep naturally. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tab. All right, Danielle. All right. So, Kelly wants to phone tap her friend and co-worker, Rosalind. Now, Rosalind has this annoying habit of brushing her teeth in the work sink. <laughs> so, Kelly keeps saying, look, that's a little disgusting. So, she thought it would be funny if you called an angered co-worker and just mess around with her. Okay. And Danielle's the person for the job. Let's see what happens in today's phone tap. Hello, this is Robin. Yeah, uh, is this the girl with the mousy brown hair who wears the really tacky clothes and is brushing her teeth in the bathroom all the time? Excuse me? Who the f*** is this? So obviously this is you, right? Wh- who are you? Uh, don't worry about who I am. I work in the building, and I'm calling you to tell you to stop brushing your teeth in the bathroom sink. How'd you get my number? Well, you know what? It's, it's very easy. I know somebody who walked into the bathroom after you walked out, and I asked them who you were, and they told me. And who are you to call me? Oh, it doesn't matter who I am to call you. I'm somebody who is concerned about the benefit of everybody else at the office that we don't have to see your disgusting spit in the sink. Nobody cares about this but you. You should mind your own business. Bull****. We've talked about it before, and uh, it is the talk of the office about the disgusting person who leaves her spit and her toothpaste grime in the sink. You know what? I don't have enough time to brush my teeth at home. I have to be at work at 7.30 in the morning, and I don't need to deal with this bull****. From you. Okay, the rest of us have to be at work early in the morning, but we all seem to brush our teeth ahead of time. That's your business. What if I took a in the bowl and left it there for you to see? Would you like that? Look, I don't even know who the you are or why you give a what I do, and I'm not going to stand this call any longer. It doesn't matter who I am. I'm calling you because everybody's talking about you, and nobody wants you to do it anymore. It takes two minutes to brush your teeth. Get up why a little don't early. You tell me who you are. Because it's none of your business who I am. Okay, well, then I have to go because it's none of your business what I do with my time. Hello, Rosalind. Why should somebody else have to come in there and wash out your toothpaste junk? It's just not fair. You should clean up after yourself. You're a damn busybody who can't mind her own business. Well, let me ask you a question. You're such a coward. Can you just say, yes, I'm not going to do it anymore? You should scrape that toothpaste out of the sink and use it to clean your mouth. Hello, Rosalind. The next time someone sees you in the uh, bathroom, they're going to shove the toothbrush up your I'm really scared. I saw you come out of the bathroom after you dropped the nugget. I bet you didn't even wash your hands. Well, are you following me around? Are you some sort of stalker? I mean, seriously. I mean, this disgusting Who hygiene. How are you that you know all these little details about me? Are you, are, are you sick? You know what? I'm calling you on it. Come down right now and tell me to my face. I don't need to come down. I know the truth. I know oh, the rumors. I know you're... Coward. Oh, please. I'm not going to waste my day coming to find you. Well, then stop calling me. Oh, my God. Yep. That's oh, your, my God. That's your I, have ne- <laughs> I have never seen her that angry in my life. <laughs> She's gonna you go- are good. <laughs> she, thank you. She's going to run through the office trying to figure out who I am. So maybe we need to break the joke. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish we could keep going. This is too funny. 
Hello, Robin. Hey, uh, Kelly just wanted you to know that she was phone tapping you. What? <laughs> you? This is Danielle Monaro from Elvis Duran on the Morning Show, and you just got hey, phone tapped. Lauren, I'm in a meeting with Sam right now. I know, but you know this show, and you never thought you were going to get phone tapped, so surprise. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Oh, Danielle. Yeah. One more look at all that stuff that you do. Ooh, you do you. You do you. All right. So uh, let's talk, of course, about Luke Perry from Beverly Hills 90210 in Riverdale. Mm. Passing away yesterday, 52 years old, massive stroke Wednesday, never recovered. He actually will have his final role in Quentin Tarantino's upcoming movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he worked with Leonardo DiCaprio. And Leo said he was just amazing. And everybody said he was just the nicest guy. I love it. Um, also, um, Mel Gibson's uh, split from his wife, Robin, tops of list of the most expensive celebrity divorces. Real quick, how much? $425 million bucks he paid her. Oh, my Ooh. God. Damn! Is he single? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is this conversation really going to keep the listeners thrilled? Yes. Yeah. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.